Thanks for listening to the Home Fix Show podcast brought to you by Heating Equipment Company. All makes and models of residential and commercial furnaces and air conditioners can be serviced or installed by Heating Equipment Company, a Lennox premier dealer. 208-459-2212. This is a podcast of the Home Fix Show with Joe Prin. Welcome to Memorial Day weekend on News Talk KBOI. Thank you for joining us as we... Having our thoughts today, those that served and in some cases gave their lives so that we can have these freedoms to be on the radio and do what we choose to do today, we we thank them and we appreciate that and honor their service and sacrifice and to all of the people currently serving and vets who have served in the past, thank you. Thank you and on behalf of all of us. Welcome to the Home Fix Show. It is Saturday morning. Thanks for waking up with us and tuning in today. If you are traveling on the road, be careful. Thank you. Uh, you can get caught up on the show if you miss it as you uh, as you reach your destination this morning. Uh, you can always go to kboi.com, click on the podcast link, and drop down to the Home Fix Show and catch the recorded version about an hour after we get off the air today so uh you won't miss anything keep your eyes on the road hands on the wheel all that kind of stuff uh if you do have some questions perhaps your passenger can send an email to joe at joeprin.com or you can uh, call in that way our phone number 208-336-3700 208-336-3700 and we can chat this morning about what you might be planning to work on after the weekend, or maybe this is your weekend to get some stuff done. You're going to stay put, not as many people in town, the stores won't be as crowded, and you want to get some things done. So what's on that list that you need to get done? Maybe there's something I can help you out there with. Materials, contractors, cost, sequencing, uh, product recommendations, how to do something, how to get out of a situation. That's what we do here, 208 336 Yes, I've prepared a bunch of topic for today, uh, uh, anticipating the time in between your calls, but uh, I'd rather chat with you. You guys are much more interesting than the stuff that than, than I come up with. Um, got an update uh, here for you. Well, it's actually an announcement. Uh, starting June 11th, especially if you're listening to the show right now, this is going to affect you. Uh, if you're listening right now, uh, things are going to change, and uh, you may or may not like this. But uh, starting June 11th, uh, the Home Fix Show will be starting at 8 a.m., not 7.30. It'll be starting at 8. So some of you are thinking, oh, thank God, I can sleep in an extra half hour. Uh, that's kind of what Tara, Tara and I are thinking here, too. So uh, we'll we'll start from 8. We'll go to 11. So we're moving up half an hour on the clock. Still going to be a three-hour show, 8 to 11 and uh, then I'll be going right into, or, or I won't be going in, but uh, Nolan will be coming on with the Zamzos Gardening Show right when uh, I say goodbye to you for the morning. So uh, four hours of continuous live uh, local call-in advice and how-to programming here on KBOI, Home Fix Show, right into Zamzos starting June 11th. Nolan's right where he's always been, so he's not moving, so you're good there, but um, we're just going to start a half hour later, so. That starts on June 11th. Got a note from uh, probably one of the longest time listeners to this program that we've that we have uh, a charter listener uh, from from day one, I believe. Uh, our friend Jim in 
Caldwell. Uh, he sends me a note every now and then. And uh, Jim, hope you're doing good this morning and feeling great. And uh, you, you, he said, uh, he said last weekend our furnace shut down. He said, so I read the code, uh, and what that means is on furnaces, if you open up the uh, the front panel, a lot of times on the electronic control board that a lot of these have, there's a LED light or a combination of them, and they may be flashing. Uh, it's a warning code. It's a it, it's a notification of, of what the potential problem is, and uh, it tells you what's going on, uh, you know, whether it's three flashes, then a pause, then two flashes, and then a pause, and then three flashes, and a pause, and two flashes. Or maybe it's five flashes in a row, just ding, 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 whatever it is. So anyway, he read the code, and it told him that the high-end limit had failed. So what that is, is that is a safety device that, uh, as a furnace is heating up, when it gets to a certain temperature, there's a device, a mechanical or an electronic sensor that uh, shuts the furnace down if, the, if, it's, if it's overheating, basically. Uh, and his had failed, so the furnace went into shutdown. Uh, he says, we called for a repairer with the company that installed it. The man really did nothing, or the man really did not test for anything. He just said it was beyond fixing and needed to be replaced at the cost of $8,000. So we next called Stanley, and that's Stanley Johnson with Heating Equipment Company. And uh, I believe that their technician, because uh, I don't know if Stanley did it himself, but their technician came out. He says, fixed it in 30 minutes for a cost of $179. Uh, signed Jim. So, yeah, <laughs> it definitely is worth getting a second opinion, and it's really sad that there's that uh, that kind of abusive behavior going on out there went nope can't fix it just got to replace the whole thing and surely you don't want to go without your furnace and uh you know we can do that for you i got somebody that's just down the street we can do that this afternoon or something eight thousand dollars no um I always get a second opinion or or trust stanley and his team at heating equipment right from the right from the get-go uh so jim thanks for thanks for sending that note maybe that'll help somebody else out as as uh they have things happen like that. Always good to get a second opinion. 208-336-3700 is how you can join us. 208-336-3700. So I was thinking one of the, the things, that I don't know if you noticed it, but I'm, I'm getting all the, the ads showing up and everything. Uh, the uh, big weekend for barbecuing, the, the start of the, the summer season sort of unofficially, officially starts uh, today and um, maybe not the meteorological start of summer, but the mental start of summer with this three-day weekend that many people have. And with that comes either entertaining your own family or maybe some others and outdoor cooking. And I was looking through some notes from years ago, and I think it was back in 2016 or 2017. I looked into this a little bit, so I updated it for today, but it was Propane versus natural gas. This all started from a, a listener phone call that asked me about they were building a deck and a patio and an outdoor uh, kind of area for the, to enhance the, their backyard a little bit and their living space outside. And they were asking about if they should run a natural gas line outside. They had natural gas in their home and they enjoyed cooking 
with gas in the uh, in their cooktop and um, and had a gas fireplace and all that. And should we run a pipe out to our patio and get a gas barbecue grill? And we talked about some of the advantages to that. And it's it's a supply that doesn't run out. You don't have a tank. You don't have to take it down and get it refilled. And um, you know, but it does require some different equipment. The gas grill is not the same as the propane or the natural gas grill is not the same as the propane grill. It might look all the same, but there are some different uh, components to it and all that. But anyway, uh, the the flames kind of look the same, but the two fuels are, are very much different. So I looked at this uh, uh, very short but informative note here from a, a gentleman named Josh Garrett uh, with a company called uh, Propane, Propane Pro, uh, Propane.Pro. And uh, he says this, he says, natural gas is a fossil fuel in a gaseous state that travels through pipes to your home for use as a fuel for cooking and heating and heating water and other things. Many people believe that propane is the same gas just stored in tanks of various sizes instead of delivered by pipe, but that is definitely not the case. Propane is, in fact, a different fuel from natural gas, though the two are very closely related. So what is the difference between these two fossil fuel cousins? Well, natural gas that is drilled out of the ground is actually a mismatch of several gases. Methane is the biggest component of unrefined natural gas and is the one gas left at the end of the refining process. So when someone uses natural gas for cooking or heating in their home, they're essentially burning methane with an odorant added for safety. It makes the gas leaks more easily detectable and a few other additives. Uh, Other components of unrefined natural gas include butane, ethane, and propane. Uh, That's right. Propane is actually part of unrefined natural gas that is separated out during the refining process and sold separately. Uh, Both refined natural gas and propane are hydrocarbons. Uh, Propane's chemical formula is C3H8 and methane is CH4. So unrefined natural gas, as the name implies, exists underground in a gaseous state. It is extracted as a gas and refined as a gas, but can be stored as a gas or a liquid by changing temperature and pressure. Refined natural gas can be liquefied into a substance called liquefied natural gas, of all crazy things, LNG, for storage. Similarly, propane is extracted from unrefined natural gas as a gas, but unlike natural gas, refined natural gas, it is almost always stored and transported in its liquid state as a substance called liquefied propane gas, LPG. You've seen those logos on on the tanks, LPG. Now you know what that that means. I learned that too. Uh, This is why propane is usually sold in gallons, a measure of liquid volume, and natural gas is sold in cubic feet, a measure of gas volume. LPG is stored in pressurized tanks, and the pressure inside the tanks keep the propane in its liquid state. That big uh, tank that you carry around and you take down in the trunk of your car to get it refilled. But as soon as the tank's valve is opened and the LPG moves out of the tank, it escapes the pressure and vaporizes into a gas state. 
This formerly liquid, now gas form of propane is what fuels stoves, heaters, and other residential, and what, what fuels stoves, heaters, and other residential appliances. So that, uh, that, that, that made sense to me there now for, for the first time because uh, propane is under tremendous pressure inside the tank where natural gas coming into your home is at a very, very low pressure when it comes out of there. Out of the out of the pipe, so which packs more power? And this is where, uh, believe it or not, there is something interesting coming up in this. Uh, which packs more power, natural gas or propane? Well, the clear answer is propane. The energy content of most fuels is medish, measured in British thermal units (BTUs). You've probably heard that. Stanley probably heard that. Uh, you know, a thousand times when he was talking to people about putting in a new furnace, you know, comparing the BTUs of different furnaces and that. So that's, that's our common denominator there. So the, uh, the fuel content is measured in BTUs. So comparing the content of identical quantities of different fuels gives us a comparison of the energy content. How much energy is in that fuel? How much can be released in BTU form? Although propane is transported and stored as a liquid, we'll refer to it in its gaseous state for the sake of a more direct comparison with natural gas. One cubic foot of natural gas. So picture that, a cubic foot, 12 inches by 12 inches by 12 inches, a a box that big, full of natural gas, contains 1,030 BTUs. Okay, right on that box, 1,030. Now, one cubic foot of propane gas contains... 2,516 BTUs. So write that on the propane box, 2516. Giving propane about twice the energy content of natural gas. Hmm, okay, so you got two things that look, feel, weigh, all that the same, but propane is much more powerful. So what? where does this come in for cost? Why do people choose one over the other? I will answer that when we come back, plus some alternatives. And this all does come around to barbecuing here in a very short order. When we return with more of the Home Fix Show, after this, I'm Joe Prin. This is News Talk KBOI. Get your calls in now. I'd love to hear what you're working on. You're doing some painting, working on the deck, putting a roof on the shed, digging up your sprinkler system, fixing a squeaky floor. What's going on out there? Maybe I can help with something. 208 336 We'll be right back. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin. We'll be right back on News Talk KBOI. If there's ever been a year that your roof has taken a beating, this is it. We've had it all, from below freezing to well over 100 degrees. If that roof is a flat or low-sloping roof, that adds even more stress of piled-up dirt and debris. So before the weather changes again, call Precision Single Ply to come inspect your flat or low-sloping roof. Their experienced technicians will look over every square inch for any problem areas that could be a potential leak. And in most cases, they can repair them right on the spot. Precision Single Ply has been taking care of commercial, agricultural, and residential flat and low-sloping roofs for many years and should be your first choice for annual inspections and repairs. Single Ply membrane roofs will last for many carefree years if the system is installed and maintained properly. 
If you need help with a low sloping or flat roof, call Precision Single Ply, 208-939-9979, 208-939-9979. That's 208-939-9979. This is Heather from Master Plumbing. As states close to Idaho become less livable, it's only natural that Idaho is the destination of choice. With all the growth, the amount of pop-up companies increase. So when you need plumbing done in your home, choose a company with a track record of success and proven experience. Choose Master Plumbing. We're a family-owned, Idaho-grown business serving Idaho residents since 1948. You could say, we've been there and we've done that. That's why you can count on Master Plumbing for more than just leaky faucets. We install hot water heaters, water softener systems, and we do the heavy lifting on all things plumbing, including drain cleaning and septic tanks. So when you need a plumber, reach out to Master Plumbing at 208-888-9191 or callmasternow.com. Call the masters, call the master plumbing, the masters of the trade. Renewable Energy Northwest is your starting point when you want to find out about solar for your home. Like others, they will start with a copy of your power bill. But that is where everything changes. Renewable Energy Northwest goes beyond the power bill and looks at other solutions to reduce energy consumption as part of a complete package. This could involve a more efficient heating and cooling system, a solar thermal hot water system, insulation improvements, and even replacing inefficient appliances and lighting. With this, PV panels now need to generate less, making for a simpler, lower-cost total system for your home. Renewable Energy Northwest has a complete solar solution for you. Call 208-577-6537 or look at RenewableEnergyNWLLC.com. 208-577-6537 or look at RenewableEnergyNWLLC.com. Insulation works year-round. You know that. But for some reason, the heat of summer seems to be when we pay the most attention to it. Did you question if your home's insulation could have been better last year? Let's not do that again this year. Get those questions answered with a call to Go Green Insulation. Insulation comes in several different forms and materials. Let the pros at Go Green Insulation figure out for you the best way to improve your comfort and energy savings all at the same time. Attics to crawl spaces and the insulated walls in between. Go Green Insulation has the lasting improvement of quality insulation for your home. Go Green Insulation knows all the latest energy code requirements, whether your home is 80 years old or just a decade or two. It's always a good time to insulate. Call Go Green Insulation at 208-912-0028 or visit gogreeninsulation.com. 208-912-0028 or visit gogreeninsulation.com. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk KBOI. We heard at the beginning of that assortment of uh, uh, our sponsor's commercials, uh, the one from Precision Single Ply. I was talking with Rocky this past Thursday, and he said, if you are someone looking for perhaps a career change, a new job, doing something a little different, maybe you want to get 
out from the cubicle or the call center or working at the desk and you want to work outside and uh, experience all four seasons of Idaho's weather uh, within reason, of course. Uh, They are looking to expand their team uh, at Precision Single Ply. Uh, Just like many other trades, uh, they, they, they need some extra help not only right now, but just in general. And uh, Rocky said they could probably say yes to almost twice as many customers if they had just a couple more people they could team up with their uh, with their lead folks and get them out taking care of people with flat and low-sloping roofs. And I thought, well, you know, the big advantage here is you don't have to work on those real steep-pitched roofs. And you're working on flat roofs and, and low-sloping roofs, so it's not you're not having to to climb up sideways on, on uh, you know, the, the sloped shingle roofs. You're not doing shingles. You're doing uh, these single-ply membrane products and repairs and inspections and all of that. So if if maybe uh, that that's something that uh, that you're interested in or you know uh, somebody that this may be a good good job for them, and not only for the, the short run but for the long term. Uh, Rocky's a wonderful individual, great company, and uh, a family-owned business, and They've been around for a very, very long time and take care of each other very well and uh, have a great safety record and all of that. So call, call them at Precision Single Ply. Get a hold of them and uh, say, yeah, I'd like to come talk to you about going to work for you. Uh, he's ready to put a team together right now. So get a hold of them at Precision Single Ply. All right, uh, we were talking about propane versus natural gas, and we're going to get into a couple other alternatives here too, but a little bit of math here for you. So if you got a pencil and a piece of paper, maybe just jot down a couple of these things. And I actually had to stretch my brain and do math mathage here the other the other night trying to figure all this out. But uh, from a company called Santa Energy, they're a, a utility provider somewhere. Uh, Santa Energy, the statistic says here, or not statistic, uh, says one hundred thousand BTUs of natural gas. So one hundred thousand. British thermal units of natural gas equals roughly 1.2 gallons of propane. So, wow, that's uh, and, and we talked about what the cubic footage was of natural gas. So uh, that's what makes propane so attractive, I think, is because it packs a big punch in a small uh, transportable container. I think that's the thing. Propane you can take it with you. It's it. You can. It's portable. It's transportable. You can move it from one side of your yard to the other, or take it camping and things. You can't do that quite as easily with natural gas. Oh yeah, there's ways, but I mean, not not commonly available. Uh, so I think that's what makes propane so so attractive. Uh, so another place, Propane 101, uh, did this comparison. Now here's here's where the money starts coming in, and this is where I really started getting. A little more fascinated in my weird kind of way that I do on certain things. So uh, let's picture that furnace. Let's picture that uh, that natural gas furnace that uh, the Jim just had fixed at his his house in Caldwell. So a hundred thousand BTU per hour furnace will roughly use a hundred cubic feet of natural gas in one hour. So there, remember that box we had over there. Uh, so it's going to use a hundred of those in an hour. Uh, so that means that 10 hours of usage, uh, I'm sorry, 100, cu- yeah, 100 cubic feet of natural gas in one hour. So 10 hours of usage would be 1,000 cubic feet, right? 
And gas, natural gas is sold in that fashion. If you look on your bill, they'll say, here's your cost per thousand cubic feet. So running a 100,000 BTU furnace for 10 hours, thousand cubic feet, and how natural gas is sold. And uh, so it's going to cost you $6.21 to run that gas furnace for 10 hours, $6.21. Now, where I got that number was I went to uh, the, the federal government has a, uh, let me see if, what, if I had the credit here for it. No, I don't have it. There's a website uh, that the government has that tracks the fuel prices uh, on average across the nation and by state. And this is Idaho's. And this is the highest price in 2022 uh, right now. I said, what is the highest price so far this year? And that is actually right now for natural gas at $6.21 per thousand cubic feet. Okay, so there's that's 10 hours of that furnace on natural gas, $6.21. Now, that same furnace, if it was running propane, would only use about 40 cubic feet. So remember that other box over there? It will only use 40 of those compared to the 100 of the natural gas. It only used 40 of the propane. Uh, so when you convert that over, that furnace is going to use about 11.2 gallons when you do the math edge on there. And at the current average of $2.85 per gallon, that's $31.92. So to get the same amount of heat into your home, natural gas would have cost $6.21 today, and propane today would cost $31.92. So there you have it. Propane by uh, the nature of, uh, as a component of natural gas is separated out You know, during that process. It is more powerful, but it is also more expensive. So how stable are those prices for those fuels? This is where it got really interesting, but you got to wait till after the news break because I'm out of time. So we'll be back and I'll tell you about that. When we come back to more Home Fix here on News Talk KBOI. Gardening season, hunting season, golfing season, ski season, but a roofing season? While some seasons only last a few months, roofing season is actually whenever you need it to be, right? Like now, when it's time for a new roof on your home, CF Construction is the recommended roofing contractor here on the Home Fix Radio Show. Craig and his team at CF Construction not only get in, get to work, and get done and get cleaned up in an amazingly quick amount of time, but the work is done to exacting quality standards as well as all manufacturers' warranty specifications and requirements. Don't wait too long. We all know how unpredictable the construction industry is right now. CF Construction has the people and the materials to get you taken care of. Tell Craig you listen to the Home Fix Show when you call him for your free on-site quotation. 208-921-1445. That's 208-921-1445 for your new roof from CF Construction. Spring is in the air, and so is the construction dust and the early pollen and allergens. Make sure you help your indoor air quality with a trip to the Air Filter Superstore. A new high-efficiency, properly-sized furnace filter will help you breathe better and can save you money on your utilities by not making your heating and cooling system work as hard. The Air Filter Superstore is located at 3825 East Lanark. 
one block east of DeMeyer Furniture near Franklin and Eagle in Boise. While you're there, sign up for the free delivery service on qualifying orders and tell Cody or Anna at the Air Filter Superstore that you listen to the Home Fix Show and get $2 off your purchase. Custom-sized filters are available and often crafted for you while you wait. More information on proper filtration and the Air Filter Superstore is at airfiltersidaho.com or grab your phone and call or text 208-672-1323. The Air Filter Superstore. This is a podcast of The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin. Welcome to The Home Fix Show here on News Talk KBOI. Thank you for being with us on your Memorial Day weekend Saturday. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to Home Improvement Talk Radio live here out of the KBOI studio in downtown Boise. If you do miss our show at any point in time and you want to get caught up, podcasts or recordings of this program are available at KBOI.com. Just click on the podcast menu after you arrive there and drop down to the Home Fix Show and you can pick by date or subject what you would like to listen to again or something that you perhaps missed. As in the case here, if you are traveling now and you're going to get uh, caught up on the show at a time when it's not airing live, you can still ask your questions or send your comments in and I can respond to you or forward them on to our, our listeners by sending an email to joe at joeprin.com, joe at joeprin.com, P-R-I-N, just one N. Uh, that's the biggest mistake made. So just P-R-I-N, Joe at JoePrin.com, and I can answer your questions that way. Or if you're not driving right now, heading to the hills or getting settled into your picnic or camp spot, uh, you can grab your phone and punch in 208-336-3700. There's still a few of us left here in town. Uh, by the way, most of us have rented out your homes that you've left behind for a couple nights, uh, Airbnb. Uh, we'll clean it up before you get back, though. 208-336-3700 is how you can reach us. So prior to the news break, uh, we were talking about propane and natural gas and, and the costs, and uh, we compared how much it would take to heat your home using natural gas compared to propane. Uh, and we determined that for 100,000 BTUs, you'd pay $6.21 if you were using natural gas. That's for a 10-hour heating cycle on an average furnace, $6.21. And propane would cost you $31.92. So quite a big difference there. Uh, and those are Idaho costs right now. Those are current numbers. That's what I've updated this to. But how stable are these fuel prices? Uh, you know what gasoline has done lately, and we know that propane is a product of the natural gas refining process, uh, but something doesn't jive here. Something is, is wrong. So the highest price so far this year for natural gas, which is sold in 1,000 cubic foot increments, is that $6.21 that I just, just uh, figured this on uh, yesterday. So that's our highest price right now, six twenty-one. But what was the highest price before six twenty-one? What was the highest price that natural gas ever was? Do you remember that? Do you remember getting your natural gas bills and going, Ooh. Um, what was the highest before today's uh, six twenty-one? 
Well, before the 621 number, the high was in 2017 and was $11.26. $11.26. So we're half. Our natural gas price right now is half of what it was in 2017. So what was it before that? Well, in 2009, think, think 2009, what was going on in the world and who was in office, all that kind of stuff. $12.50 per thousand cubic foot. But yet that wasn't the highest price either for natural gas. Uh, those of you heating your homes in 2007 would have been paying $12.76 for natural gas here in Idaho. And yet that was not the highest in the recorded statistics that were available uh, from this governmental tracking site. The highest price that I could find was in 2006 of $13.88 per thousand cubic foot. So who was in office at those times? Well, in 2017, it was Donald Trump. 2009, Barack Obama. 2007, George W. Bush. And 2006, George W. Bush. So uh, as you can see, I don't think our presidential office holder uh, can affect the price of that any more than the gasoline, really. Um, So there was a 223% price difference. So the swing, okay, that's that's the important thing. The, The difference in price between the highest, you know, in past history and today, and today is definitely not the lowest price, but just between today and the highest price of history in the past, is 233%. Now, what about propane? We learned earlier that propane is a product of natural gas. So you would think that those lines would, would kind of bounce around together, wouldn't you? You would think that as, as natural gas prices go up, so would propane. And when it goes down, so would propane. That's not the case according to the numbers. It's, it, I, I cannot figure out why this is. But uh, propane is much more price stable. Uh, the lowest price that I could find on propane in the records that were presented here, which was from just before uh, 2000 to today, uh, the lowest price was $1.61 per gallon in 2016. And the highest price per gallon was two ninety five in 2017. So right now we are at 285 per gallon. Uh, so we're the the difference. It's only 56 percent difference. Uh, the the difference there uh, between what it was for its highest price in the last you know 25 years or so, and its lowest price only 56 percent. So why does propane only bounce around, you know, within a range of between a dollar 61 and 295? where natural gas bumps around between 621 and 1388. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it'd be interesting, too, if a lot of propane places would that sell propane, you know, a lot of them have the signs out front that say, hey, propane available here. Get your tanks filled here. Here's your cost per tanks. But they don't tell you what the per gallon price is. Uh, so, yeah, I think you do need to shop around because I've seen everything from, you know, buying it from a, a large propane supplier to, you know, a retail home center or something, the price can swing quite a bit. So these are just average prices that the uh, the government tracking has done. So all you want to do is cook some hot dogs. You want to do some burgers. You want to do some nice steaks or some ribs or grill up some, you know, shish kebabs full of veggies or something out on the grill. 
and you're thinking, okay, well, what is my what is my most affordable fuel? What is the best way to to do this? Maybe environmentally, maybe cost-wise, maybe speed, maybe convenience. What about charcoal? Charcoal briquettes, good old charcoal, Kingsford charcoal, the one that everybody knows. Red, white, and blue bag. You probably bought some of this. You got it in your your RV right now as you're heading camping. Maybe you're already starting to get that ready to cook lunch or something. So what about charcoal? One pound of charcoal. Remember our boxes with the BTUs? Okay, one pound of charcoal. Picture a pound worth. You know, it's fairly lightweight, so you got to have a pretty good-sized handful. Uh, one pound of charcoal has 9,700 BTUs. So therefore, a Kingsford 20-pound bag, and usually they tape two 10-pounders together at home centers and stuff, but uh, 20 pounds of Kingsford, uh, it's on sale right now, or the normal price, I did see this on sale yesterday, but normally it's about $21.98. That was Lowe's price on 20 pounds of charcoal. So 20 pounds of charcoal will yield 194,000 BTUs. So now we go back to the BTU output that we did with our house. So to get about half of that, we're going to take 10 pounds of charcoal. So to get the same amount of BTUs out of charcoal, it's going to cost us about 11 bucks compared to the $6.21 for natural gas or the $31 for propane. Oh, charcoal's not too expensive. So charcoal's almost twice the cost of natural gas, but about a third the cost of propane. So if you're after the cheapest fuel and you have a propane grill, you're going to want to switch to charcoal. Charcoal's much cheaper to get the same amount of heat out of. And if you're using charcoal, maybe you want to switch to natural gas because natural gas is even cheaper than the charcoal. But what makes the food taste the best? Oh, here's where the fight begins between the the true grillologists and stuff. What makes the food taste the best? Could it be a like a Traeger wood pellet grill? What about wood pellets for heat? <laughs> by the way, they sell those grills at uh, at our friend uh, Campbell Tractor in Nampa. By the way, well, I'll tell you what it costs to cook on wood pellets compared to charcoal and propane and natural gas. Where do you think that that ranks in the uh, in the four? We know right now so far natural gas is the cheapest. We know that propane is the most expensive and charcoal's kind of in the low middle there. Where do you think wood pellets are going to hit? When we come back to more of the Home Fix Show right after this. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back. On News Talk KBOI. Who doesn't want to be a bit more organized? Now, don't get too far ahead of me. I'm talking about in your garage. What a unique space we have there. Sporting goods, gardening supplies, kids' toys, bicycles, tools, and perhaps even a car or two. You want it to be as efficient as possible, but you also may need to change it later as your needs change. Storage Evolution has the solutions to getting organized that you've been looking for. Their designs allow for a better use of space for storage of small items to big things like that extra set of snow tires. And quality, Storage Evolutions is so confident that their shelving can take whatever your garage throws at it that they back it with a lifetime warranty. Don't forget your pantry, closet, mudroom, or laundry room because Storage Evolution is an organized living dealer and can help there too. Call Storage Evolution at 208 515 3575 or visit garage solutions boise.com 
No matter your woodworking ability, Woodcraft of Boise is your store. Everything you can imagine in tools, hardware, supplies, and accessories is here for you. If you are building or upgrading your shop, Woodcraft has all the fasteners, tracks, hold downs, drawer slides, racks, carts, and shelving hardware you will need to get set up. For handcrafted gifts, you will find carving and turning kits for clocks, pens, coffee scoops, steak knives, coffee mugs, and water bottles. Cabinet builders will be right at home with all the drawer and door building bits and blades, as well as guides and jigs to up your game to pro status. Be sure to check out the weekly store demonstrations, as well as classes that you can sign up for and participate in at woodcraft.com slash stores slash Boise. And the best thing you will find at Woodcraft? The people working there are woodworkers just like you. Ask your questions. Let them help you. Hey, it's in their motto, Woodcraft helping you make wood work. 7005 West Overland Road, Boise. With a booming housing market, decisions are made quickly, sometimes too quickly. If you are buying a new home, whether it's new construction or previously lived in, please do everything possible to get a complete quality home inspection from Randy Funk Home Inspections. And if you're selling your home, a pre-inspection is where your home inspector comes in and goes over everything in your home before you list it. This way, you can address the items you feel are important on your schedule before they are discovered by someone else. Randy Funk Home Inspections performs honest, comprehensive, and professional inspections. That's why he's the go-to inspector for some of our area's finest realtors. Visit HomeInspectorBoise.com or call 208 208- 914-5793 for Randy Funk Home Inspections. That's homeinspectorboise.com or call 208-914-5793. The Hefner Group at Guild Mortgage, your local home lender, can help you with every aspect of mortgage lending. Whether you're buying or refinancing or even building a home, the Hefner Group at Guild Mortgage is here for you. Many people are just now realizing how much equity they have in their homes and looking for ways that they can remodel, add on, or just update their existing home. If you're looking for ways to finance a project like this, start with a conversation with Terry Hefner at Guild Mortgage. He can help you analyze the complete situation and choose an option that best fits you and your goals. Don't get stressed out or confused. Relax and let Terry Hefner and his team of professionals help you with your financing. Call 208-599-8500 or visit terryhefner.com. Terry Hefner is NMLS 95796. The company is NMLS 3274. Guild Mortgage is an equal housing lender. 208 208- Five nine nine eight five zero zero. For your Google Play, simply say, "Hey Google, play six seventy KBOI." Now back to Joe Prin. This is the Home Fix Show on News Talk KBOI. Some backyard cooks will say that nothing but a wood-fired pellet grill makes food uh, as good, tastes as good, allows you to control the the heat, the temperature, the uh, Everything, (laughs) everything. They swear by a wood pellet grill. Well, according to Weaver's Hardware in Berks County, Pennsylvania. So why do I go to these really weird out of the local area sites for information? Favoritism. I don't want it to seem like I'm pushing you towards any one particular place. Of course, it's not a sponsor of the show. Those I will push on you right and left and up and down. But, um, no, for information, I usually try to go outside the area just so that I'm not 
uh, appearing to favor one uh, one of our locals over another. But um, according to Weaver's Hardware in Berks County, Pennsylvania, a good hardwood pellet, hardwood pellets used in cooking and in grills and stuff, and I suppose for for heating appliances also, has about eight thousand BTUs per pound. Common denominator, eight thousand BTUs per pound, or just over a hundred and fifty thousand BTUs in a twenty-pound bag, because that's the way these are sold for grill usages in twenty-pound bags. For heating at your house, it could be forties or fifties, but twenty-pound uh, bag, hundred fifty BTUs, and so a bag of oh, if you go down to the stores right now, you'll see mesquite or apple or hickory or pecan or some other formulations of different types of hardwoods. Uh, hardwood pellets are the ones that uh, the trees originally had leaves on them. Uh, the softwoods are the, the conifers, the ones that had needles like pines and spruce and fir and stuff. Anyway, uh, hardwood pellets uh, are about $20 a bag. I think I saw them at Depot yesterday on sale for seventeen ninety nine or something. So two-thirds of that, because we're trying to get back down to that 100,000 BTU uh, common denominator, that would be $13.33 at regular retail price for wood pellets. So in order, dun, 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 drum roll the cost of 100,000 BTUs with all these different fuels that you could use in your backyard outdoor cooking. $6.21 if you have a natural gas grill, that's the cheapest. $10.99 for charcoal, that's the next one up. $13.33 for wood pellets, the next one up after that. And $31.92 for propane. All I know from this is now I want to cook something outside today. <laughs> but um, so, so why is propane so popular then? It's the most expensive. Well, it's because it's portable and it's quick. It's very fast and it's portable. You can take it with you. You can move it around. You can do all of this. What do you sacrifice with that? Well, it's a fuel source that you've got to take your tank and you got to go load it up and get it filled. And those tanks have a lifespan. So every 10 years or whatever, you have to get a new tank. They've got a date stamped on them. After a certain time, they, they won't refill those anymore. So the two things that we consumers value most is the convenience and the portability. It's portable and it's quick. That's what we value the most in a lot of things, in a, in a lot of the models of different things that we buy, we are ready to sacrifice uh, some cost. We will pay more if something is quicker, faster for us, gets us to the end result faster, or it's more convenient. It's easier. It, it's, it's, I don't have to think as much. I don't have to pay as tension, attention as much. I can, I can be more impulsive. Uh, usually you pay for that. So, and I think we could find many things in our, in our personal habits to do that. But if, you know, so, so, so what does the, the purist, you know, do here? The, the, the backyard cooker? Well, you know, I think a lot of people that just don't feel that cooking on any form of, uh, you know, gas flame directly to the food, you know, they say, well, my, my cooktop in my kitchen is different. You know, that's going into a cast iron pan or a tri-metal core, you know, uh, pan on, the, on there or something that's different. Um, the, the flame's not actually in contact, you know, or direct 
I guess, sort of, to the to the food itself. But on a on a barbecue grill, um, maybe you don't want that. Maybe you do want something that's that's more just of the the radiant type heat. So perhaps the wood pellets or the charcoal. So out of the two of those, the wood pellets are a little bit more, maybe a third higher price. Where does charcoal come out? Well, a charcoal grill is going to be a whole lot less than a than a new Traeger grill or one of the wood pellet fed grills. But, uh, you know, the control might be different. Um, biggest problem with charcoal, what do you do when, it's, when you're done with it? Do you let it burn out? Can you wait? Can you wait Can, that long? <laughs> How many forest fires started with charcoal or something? I don't know. But, uh, so anyway, that's the difference in your cost. So again, 621 natural gas, that's the order. Natural gas, charcoal, wood pellets, propane uh, being the most expensive. There, you just had to know that today, huh? You just had to know that. Fun facts that you can share with your friends all week long. We'll be back. More of the Home Fix Show coming up after our bottom of the hour news break. Your calls could be next if you punch your phone. Uh, if you punch your phone, yeah, just throw it across the room. Just grab your phone and punch in these numbers. 208-336-3700. And we can talk. What are you working on today? Putting a ceiling fan out on the deck? Or maybe you're going to be patching a asphalt pothole in your driveway or placing a little bit of concrete for a new sidewalk or digging up a tree. Who knows what? 208-336-3700. Maybe I can help. I'm Joe Prin. This is The Home Fix Show on News Talk KBOI. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. Paint can have a big impact on how your home looks and, of course, how it feels every time you walk in the door. Crisp, clean lines. And the right colors in the right place. All of this is the sign of a great, well-planned paint job. When you need a professional painter, call the painting pro. For decades, Brian and his team of professional painters have been serving the Treasure Valley with the finest in painting materials and the best in detail and application. If you need help choosing new colors, consultation services are part of what the painting pro does because they want you to be very excited about the new look of your home. Call 208-378-4825 to schedule an appointment now for your quote. No painting project is too big or too small for the painting pro. 208-378-4825 or visit paintingpro.net to learn more about the best paint job you and your home could hope to have. 208-378-4825 or paintingpro.net. I totally understand. Getting your carpets cleaned is probably not one of the highest priorities you might have right now. But should it be? Your carpets are part of the indoor air quality of your home, and there's been a lot of nasty stuff floating around lately. Zero Res use patented Zero Res water, which does a better job breaking down the dirt and the grime to get carpets cleaner, all while not leaving behind that crunchy, sticky residue like detergent cleansers do. This means your carpets not only get cleaner, but they stay cleaner longer, and they feel great under your bare feet. Zero Res cleans upholstery, tile floors, wood floors, area rugs, and stair runners. Just ask for a quote. For professional scheduling, service, and respect of your home and satisfaction, follow up. Book your next appointment online at ZeroResBoise.com or call 208-383-1000. That's 208-383-1000. Joe is always telling you to surround yourself with good people to help you take care of the things around your home. Pastcom can check off two of those boxes for you. 
Pestcom will take care of properly scheduled, professionally applied pest controls that are pet and environmentally safe, all while keeping away the mice, spiders, and bugs. Pestcom will also care for your lawn with the right timing for weed control and fertilizations. They'll help you build a plan for your lawn that will make for a sturdy, healthy turf, which may require less water and will handle stress better. Bring Pestcom into your circle of trusted companies to help with your home. Mention you listen to The Home Fix Show and your first treatment will be half price. Call today for an appointment to measure and look at your home and property. 208-495-5636. 208-495-5636. That's 208-495-5636. Or learn more about additional services at Pestcom.com. Did you know that you can have your bathtub converted to a shower in as little as one day? It's true. You've heard Jesse and Jeff from Custom Bath Solutions on the Home Fix Show talking about this with Joe. They have a beautiful showroom in Meridian where you can see full-size displays of their locally made showers and enclosures. And these best bath components have a 30-year warranty. If this is what you need to make your bathing safer and more enjoyable, call or visit Custom Bath Solutions but maybe you need a bigger scale bathroom remodel. Not a problem. Custom Bath Solutions can help with all bathroom remodeling projects start to finish. Visit Custom Bath Solutions at 480 East Franklin Road in Meridian or call 208-888-7561. That's 208-888-7561 for Custom Bath Solutions. Shower yourself with comfort. Custom Bath Solutions. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now, 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk KBOI. Just a reminder for those of you listening to the program right now, it won't affect you as much if you normally tune in at 8 a.m., but just just so that you know, starting on June 11th, uh, our program will be starting at 8 o'clock in the morning uh, rather than 7.30. Uh, we're going to even out the hours once again. So the Home Fix Show on June 11th will start at 8 a.m. and uh, go right up until 11 o'clock when Nolan and the Zamzo's Gardening Show will take over. So we'll be back-to-back, -back, uh, four hours of continuous Home and Lifestyle Improvement and Gardening uh, right here on News Talk KBOI uh, for continuous hours starting on June 11th. So join us for that. Uh, let's go to John in Boise. Good morning, John. Happy Memorial Day weekend to you. I'm doing fine, Joe. I'm working in in Boise here and having a good morning. Good. Not raining. Speaking of rain, uh, I called last fall. And uh, so basically in the back of our home, they, they put in a patio, beautiful patio. I suspect that they didn't give much thought on what happens to the rain, you know, collecting and how it whisked away from the foundation. You know, obviously you'd never want rain around your foundation, get it away from the house. If possible, yes. Um, yeah, I, I had one of those uh, downspouts where it went down into the ground. And I assume there's an elbow that it, it disperses out. Well, I, I got rid of that. And so I, I got, you know, I've got the water going about four or five foot away from the house. Uh, it's not as bad, but I still had the problem this wet spring. Uh, so any suggestions on 
uh, what kind of contractor I need. I assume it's a foundation specialist. Um, I, I'm not sure what you're after. What are you trying to do? Well, I, I want someone to come in and, and determine, uh, hopefully determine where the water actually is coming from and if I need you know, some foundation. Okay, now, now wait a minute. So where the water is coming from, where, where are you seeing water? Well, I'm seeing water in the crawl space. I ah, okay, that. okay, yeah. yeah. That yeah. that was missing there, John. That's an important part. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yes, uh, water in a crawl space uh, traditionally comes from, it's draining up against the stem wall, the, the part that your house sits on top of. That stem wall sits on top of a footer, which is wider uh, down at the bottom, and depending how the home was built and how much attention to detail and backfilling and all that, the water can run down and through hydronic pressure, it can actually squirt up underneath the footing sometimes if there's enough water, just gravity pushes it up into the lower level of the crawl space like that, or it can actually come in between the footing and the stem wall and leak between those two if there's been some settling or some shifting going on. So yeah. I think I think you were going the right path the first time though. Yes, you could have a, you know an excavator come in and dig out all around your house and reseal it and and put in all kinds of drainage systems and everything, but you know where is the water coming from? Is is it is it from a sprinkler system? that is maybe leaking or something or heads that are spraying up against the house, or maybe we're just over watering the, uh, the, the beds around, around the house. We should never have lawn right up to the foundation. Cause that's just asking for that trouble. Um, the other thing is, is there, uh, you know, potentially the, the rainwater drainage off of the roof, is it all draining backwards uh, to where maybe we just do need some downspout extensions and that moved out to the yard. So I'm wondering what the, when do you see this water? Is it like in the springtime after the rains or is it during the summer when you're watering your lawn? Only during the rainy season. Like I said, last fall. Okay. And, you know, and then I, I got, you know, I put fans down in there just to dry it off. Good, all dry good, off. good. And then when we had the two or three days about a month ago, then it, it came back. Okay. So, so we know it's a rainwater issue. Yeah. Um uh, tell me about your home a little bit. Are all of the roof line drainage areas, the eaves of the roof, uh, the fascia and soffit and all that, where the water's going to drain off, are they all guttered? No, the south side isn't. And I've seen, when it's rainy, I've seen a little bit of moisture there. However, that's not where the biggest problem is. The problem is is where this patio area is okay. on the east end of the house. So I think what we need to do is, I think what we need is instead of a foundation contractor, we need a good gutter person to take a look at this and possibly re-slope or divide up the roof lines, add either additional downspouts or put them in a different place. Let's get a little creative with moving that water somewhere away from this area and getting it further out. And if that requires digging that into the ground and putting it in a pipe and taking it out to the middle of the backyard where we do have a landscape person come in and dig a big giant pit and fill it with gravel and run this pipe into there, we've got to get that water away from the house. We don't want to waterproof the patio. We don't want to waterproof the foundation. We want to get rid of the water. And, And that needs to be moved out there. So I think, you know, maybe two people working kind of in, 
in tandem so they understand each other's design so they're not you know pointing fingers at each other if something happens but i think you know maybe a landscaper that can do some uh, some good drainage work and then also a, a gutter professional that can slope that the right way and put enough of the right size downspouts to move that water gallonage away from the house yeah i have uh, another question since you're you're a native of idaho right i've only been here about 20 years now I, um, I got here in 84 85 i think oh okay well do you know in, in the late 70s the house was uh, built in about 79 yeah did, did they do any kind of drainage when they put in these stem walls or, no. or foundations no. back then no just no. Uh, no and they still don't they, they just dug a big oh. you know pit and they form a, you got to get down to you know undisturbed earth that's the the quoted word undisturbed uh earth and you put down forms and you pour a footer then uh when that's been inspected and it's uh it's solid enough they put the stem walls up and and place the concrete inside those forms and they start building the house and then they backfill up against it and uh, if backfilling isn't done right and if people don't use a little maybe water to settle it or pack it down uh that's where it it it, it falls in and yeah. you end up with negative slope to where the ground actually goes backwards towards the house you're not supposed to have that that's supposed to be one of the the final building inspection things now is to make sure that there is slope away from the house and a certain amount uh but you know we, we know that that settles anybody that's had a step or a patio crack or something it's usually caused by that backfilling was done quick and dry and it wasn't packed down real good and uh the and the soil settles but you know by this time you know a house built in the late 70s all that settling has happened. You've added enough, you know, soil to the, the bed areas and stuff around the house. And if the, well, and your patio was fairly new, so that, that isn't an issue there. We just got to get this water off the roof and away yeah. from the house. Yeah, I'm not seeing any mold. So as long as I'm drying it in between these wet periods, I'm probably safe that way, correct? Yeah, you are, because okay. we're, we're in a low enough humidity area here where it's not lingering. For mold to be present, it has to have three things, light, food, and moisture. And, you know, light comes in just through the daylight coming in through foundation vents and stuff. You know, that's why you can go in your crawl space and you can see, because even a low level of light is still light. Um, the moisture you're feeding it uh, through there and then the source of the food is what is ever in the dirt or on the wood or the wood itself or something or the paper on insulation or something that can all be food or whatever you know, lumber and junk contractors left down in the crawl space that's where mold starts and then the air movement around there blows it all around and it attaches and you can cover the whole bottom of your floor with mold even though it started over in one corner somewhere so yeah, if you eliminate any of those things, you can't eliminate the light, but we can eliminate the moisture, and you can't eliminate the food. So the moisture is the big problem. Uh, and and I would say this this too, John, a little bit of moisture, even that's not a good thing. I mean, that crawl space should be king tut tomb dry all the time, all year round. They say, ah, it only gets wet for the two months in the spring. No, even that's not good. We we should really solve that problem because that is not a, you know, you can ignore it for a few months, but that's not a good thing. It's not going to heal itself, and sooner or later, something bad's going to happen. 
Yep, that's what I'm feeling. Yep. Okay, so start with the water collection, you know, gutters and like that. Yeah. So, we can't so the water away that way. So I'm going to give you the name of a company. They're on my resource list. They're not the cheapest guys in town by any means, but they have done stellar quality work for me. Very professional. Um, they're not going to try to sell you a whole bunch of stuff you don't need. They do good quality work. It's it's secure. It's visually nice. They use good materials. Uh, Idaho Custom Rain Gutters. Okay. Now, there's probably 50 other absolutely wonderful people. I just don't know them yet. Uh, but that that's one that I've had do some work for me on a professional level at other places that I've managed properties and that. And um, they, they just do a good job. Like I say, they're not the low-cost guy in town, but they show up on time and they do a great, great job. Yeah, and I've heard their commercials. So, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll give them a chance. Yeah. Yep. So I'll start there. That sounds like the least uh, uh, painful. <laughs> well, I think so. I, I think so because uh, I... I I don't see the, maybe the need to tear up the whole yard. Maybe we just have to have some, you know, flop down downspouts that you put up with, you know, during, uh, you know, February and March and the beginning of April when it's rainy. And then you can fold them back up and, you know, just not have them there. And you can still mow around them in the summertime or something. Maybe we don't even need to dig up the grass. We just got to get that water away from the, the foundation of the house. Okay. All right. All right. Very good. I'll give them a call. Thanks, Joe. You, you enjoy your labor. Our- Memorial Day. Memorial Day, yes. Thank you, thank you, John. And thank you to all those who have served our country, some of uh, which have, of course, given their lives in service so that we can all be here today enjoying the, the freedoms that we do have and the ability to fight with each other on social media and be annoyed by your commercials and all that. Uh, we are all part of the, the same team, even though we forget that sometimes. And I think... Uh, Maybe some of these people that have served uh, so that we would have these privileges. What would they say about the way we behave sometimes? Maybe we could do a little bit better job with each other in honor of them. When we come back, more of the Home Fix Show coming up right here on News Talk KBOI. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. Electricians have to be both talented and very knowledgeable. They have to be creative when you want lighting, outlets, and switches added into your home. And they have to do it so that everything is up to the current electrical codes and safe for you and your family. Dave at Consumer Electric and Cable would like to be your go-to electrician when you need help. Rooms get repurposed into offices. Families grow. New electrical devices come into our lives. And as we grow older, we want more lighting or automation to enhance our lives. Dave at Consumer Electric and Cable can help you with all of this and a whole lot more. What are you wanting out of your electrical system? Talk to Dave and let him take care of it. Maybe it's even time to get that new hot tub or spa or to remodel the garage into that dream workshop or craft area. Consumer Electric and Cable, 208-939-8333. That's 208-939-8333. 208-939-8333. The Hefner Group at Guild Mortgage, your local home lender, can help you with every aspect of mortgage lending. Whether you're buying or refinancing or even building a home, the Hefner Group at Guild Mortgage is here for you. Many people are just now realizing how much equity they have in their homes and looking for ways that they can remodel, add on, or just update their existing home. If you're looking for ways to finance a project like this, start with a conversation with Terry Hefner at Guild Mortgage. He can help you analyze the complete situation and choose an option that best fits you and your goals. 
Don't get stressed out or confused. Relax and let Terry Hefner and his team of professionals help you with your financing. Call 208-599-8500 or visit terryhefner.com. Terry Hefner is NMLS 95796. The company is NMLS 3274. Guild Mortgage is an equal housing lender. 208-599-8500. There are lots of elements that make up the exterior of your home. They all work together to protect the structure, you, and everything inside. So when you need some help with those elements, like siding, trim, soffits, and fascia, or porches and entryways, Bill Bott of Bott's Exteriors is ready to help you out. Now is the time to take care of those needed repairs, or it could be the time for an updated appearance for your home. Rest assured, when you choose Bott's Exteriors, they have been helping Idaho families with their homes for decades. Bill and his team are very experienced and will bring the skill and efficiency to your home. Quality work and honest, friendly service from start to finish is why Bots has so many repeat customers. Give Bots Exteriors a call and ask them to visit your house for a quote. 208-870-4324. That's Bots Exteriors. 208-870-4324. Making the decision to sell your home or buy a new one is very big. And when you choose your realtor, you want to know you're with a team that will be committed and with you for the complete process. Matt Bauscher has been voted the number one real estate agent in the Boise area and is the founding partner at Amherst Madison. For you, that means an incredible team of professionals that will help you reach your goal, respect your time, your family, and your desires. Look at current listings or read what Matt's clients have to say at BauscherRealEstate.com. In accordance with fair housing laws, Matt Bauscher provides equal professional service without regard to race, color, religion, sex, handicap, familial status, national origin, favorite basketball team, or sexual orientation of any prospective client, customer, or the residents of any community. Reach Matt at BauscherRealEstate.com. Email your question, and Joe will get you an answer. Joe at JoePrin.com. You're listening to The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin on News Talk KBOI. Our listener, uh, Rob in Meridian, sent me a note. He said, explain something to me. He said, why don't more homes out there have full gutters on them? You know, with all the snow and the ice that we have and all that. And that's uh, a great question, Rob, because it's not required by our building codes. Um, the building codes that our municipalities and cities, towns, county, state have adopted, although it could vary from place to place, and I think it probably would be different in some of our uh, mountain communities, but um, here anyway, the only thing that is required is to have guttering over doorways and walkways where people um, go from A to B. And it's to prevent, I'm sure, the ice and the snow buildup right there where people are having to walk over that to come and go from their homes. It's not required. So therefore, if it's not required and a builder of a home, uh, when you look at how many items are in a house, 500,000 different components and items. And while the difference between doing something all the way, the right way, complete, the better way, the higher grade way on 
any one of those items may only be a few dollars. You add that up over the course of an entire home and the difference between $9 a yard carpeting and $12 a yard carpeting, even though it may make a big difference for the homeowner, that makes a, you know, $3 a yard difference. And that could be $300, $400, $500 in one particular house. Now you add that up across the paint that's used, the amount of guttering, all this stuff. And at the end, maybe that house now sells for $15,000 less because uh, we, it was only built to the minimum standards rather than a little higher up. And you think about most people out there shopping uh, for a home. You know, they see two houses that look pretty much identical to each other. Maybe they're across the street or even next door to each other. And they're essentially, you know, it's like the same house, same square footage, same street appeal, all of that. And uh, one's $15,000 more. Well, you probably buy the other one, not knowing that you've got less gutters on the house because you didn't pay attention to that when you're looking at the house or that the uh, the paint's not as high a quality or the light fixtures are cheaper. Or the bath hardware is lower grade or who knows what, um, you know, it, it can add up all over. So basically there aren't gutters everywhere on a home because it's not required. Um, also, if you look at some architectural styles that consumers have, I wouldn't say demanded, but some people prefer with some of the more decorative roof lines on homes and bump outs and where certain valleys come together and different things. Uh, some of that is very difficult to put a gutter on and to have it look right or to have a downspout coming down in some place. So they just skip it because it's, it's not required. I don't have to do it. We're more concerned with how the house looks from the street. So maybe it looks, but it doesn't cook. So, uh, uh, that's why. So that's, uh, Rob, that's, that's the answer. Why isn't there, aren't there gutters on the rest of the house? Cause it's not required to be on the rest of the house. 208-336-3700 puts you right into the studio. Tara will answer the phone this morning. She's being awful quiet over there. And, uh, that's going to change in the nine o'clock hour. Now we're not going to make her go through that all again. I took her through a test a few years ago on something, and we're going to hit that after the nine o'clock hour about uh, if you're down at the hardware store picking out some nuts and bolts, uh, you're going to want to know about this. We'll do that after the news break. But for right now, um, I wanted to get something in here. This is something I, I was asked about the other day. It's, I haven't heard you talk about this for a while back, and this is a while. So I went back and looked, and it's been... Uh, many, many years, and it was on this Memorial Day weekend that I did this. Uh, I, I entitled it uh, Garage Guy. Are, are you a garage guy? And first I'll say that this is not a male or a female thing. So when I say garage guy, I just could be a garage person. Uh, it's a his, a him, a dude, or an old man, whatever you want to say. It's it's from my vocal convenience and habit. It's not, a, not an insult to anybody, I hope, but also, when I say a garage, that could also be your shed, your barn, your basement, an extra bedroom. I don't care where it is. It doesn't matter. Uh, so are we okay with that so far? I think, I think we are. So uh, garage guy does love his space. It is the special place. It's their turf, the man cave, that place that feels more comfortable than anywhere else within the property lines of your home. That place that's Built for personal comfort, uh, just kind of like a ratty old T-shirt. It just feels right out there. And who cares what it looks like? Well, Garage Guy cares, but it's in a in a special way. So 
this is some of the things that uh, over past history that we've put together for this segment. Uh, you may be a garage guy if the following. You have a tennis ball or a golf ball or something hanging from a string or a chain on the ceiling of the garage to try and get people to park their cars in exactly the right spot. (coughs) If they're off by an inch or two, left or right, or forward or back, you know that they better back up and try again. That's what that ball's hanging off the ceiling for. You've made this not only clear, but you've detailed the reasoning and why. And you'll put it in writing if you have to. Garage Guy looks at the empty jars, the tubs, the containers from the kitchen food pantry as potential potential storage devices. Mm, that could be handy. Garage Guy insists that certain food products continue to be purchased so as to get more of that exact same container because they all got to match. I did that at Costco with the peanut butter filled pretzel bites at one time. Those big, tall, clear, square containers. Those things are awesome. And good, strong plastic, too. So I got a whole shelf full of those things now because it's better to reuse them than to recycle them, right? Yeah. Uh, Garage Guy has his workbench laid out and planned better than most home kitchen layouts are. The flow of the work that's going to take place there has been thought out. There are different zones for different types of work. Here's the woodworking zone. Here's the metalworking whatever, the travel distance between logical progression through a task has been well anticipated and the items to be used in those tasks are placed where there is minimal wasted time and effort required to locate them so that you can get the job done. We'll talk some more about Garage Guy as we Come back after the news. Let's go to Jeff in Fairfield and talk about uh, propane versus gas again. Good morning, Jeff. Hi, Joe. How are you? Hey, good. Thanks for calling in. Good. Yeah, I'm calling from my little cabin I built off-grid north of Fairfield. I listen to a lot of KBOI shows. It's good entertainment for me. Well, thank you. So so you're, you, you yeah. have to go with propane, don't you? I do. And when I heard that price difference, it kind of struck me as odd, and I started doing some research and i think there's some error made you think um yeah i think it's by a factor of 10 in fact on propane i i looked it up and it says propane has uh, 91,502 btus per gallon okay let me check here let and me because I, I, I was kind of concerned about my math edge here let me let me look at this let me get back to my numbers it here comes out a factor of 10 i believe okay let me check so yeah so okay, B, uh, okay we're gonna probably have to keep you until after the break. Yeah, so uh, what were you saying the BTU is on propane? I'm getting a cubic foot of propane is 2,516 BTUs. That's a cubic by the, foot. By the gallon? Right, by so, so 100,000 BTUs of natural gas is equal to a, a gallon, 1.2 gallons of propane. And if 1.2 gallon... 100,000 BTUs? Yes, is 1.2 gallons of propane. Right, and I came out to uh, 100,000 BTUs of propane was 1.09 gallons. Okay, so you're getting 1.09, I got 1.2, so that could be close. Uh, Let's chat during the break here, because if I got this wrong later in the numbers, I want to correct it. 
Uh, Gotta go. We'll be back. Stay on the line right after this. This is a podcast of The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin. And we're halfway through our show for this Saturday, this Memorial Day weekend Saturday here on News Talk KBOI. Thanks for being with us. I just had a very brain-crunching conversation with Jeff in Fairfield, and uh, Jeff is now an official Home Fix Show research assistant going back to uh, re- reconstabulate the numbers here on uh, my propane versus gas thing. Um, The concept is correct, but I think we've got a decimal point or a conversion factor that is wrong here. Yes, propane is still more expensive than natural gas. However, um, I may be off on the factoring there of how much. So uh, Jeff is going to crunch these numbers because I can't talk and, and do math at the same time, obviously. And uh, he's going to get back to us a little later in the show with the corrected figures. So we look forward to getting that. Um, Prior to the break, I was talking about uh, Garage Guy and uh, what makes this person or garage person, the person that loves hanging out in the garage and taking on projects. Just it's that mentality. You kind of actually kind of like it in this strange kind of way when when the rake breaks out in the yard or the lawnmower doesn't start right or the wheelbarrow handle of cracks or something because it gives you an opportunity to go out there and, and fix something and, and do something and say, well, look what I did. I, I, I fixed that. And uh, even if you're only telling yourself that, it's, uh, it, it's just that satisfaction of being able to fix stuff. And uh, so garage guy or garage person, as I said, builds their space to allow them to do these things. But it's also kind of a, a hangout space, a place, place to just relax and, uh, you know, let productivity slide once in a while and have some fun. So we'll keep uh, keep going with that. Uh, if you'd like to reach us this morning, the phone number to do so, 208-336-3700. Punch that in, 208-336-3700. We can talk about getting your project underway or fixed or stopped or <laughs> repaired or find somebody to help you get it done or let you know what it might cost, uh, any of those things. That's what we do here on the Home Fix Show. So Garage Guy also has in their special place out there, uh, has a lot of pegboard, lots of it, lots of pegboard. And this garage person likes to rearrange the tools on it for efficiency, for cosmetics, for logical uh, progression of size or, or function or uh, small to big, big to small, long to short, whatever it is, uh, people like to rearrange their pegboard. And I think early in human history, our ancestral garage guys, uh, they used to even outline their tools with a Sharpie marker so that when a tool was missing, it was like on those uh, crime shows on TV. The, there's there's a body outline at the crime scene. You can tell where the guy's you know laying on the sidewalk. Well, here uh, when a tool is missing, you know which tool is gone. Well, evolution taught us that you know doing that was maybe fine, but uh, I kind of messed up the pegboard a little bit for that whole rearranging thing. So uh, you know. We actually anticipate that, that that the change and evolution in pegboard is is needed. So rather than such permanence as a Sharpie marker, uh, sometimes we're using peg hook tags or a 
little piece of tape that identifies what goes there. Of course, if you have to, an entire total strip down of the pegboard is called for from time to time where all hooks are removed and a new coat of stain blocking primer is applied to that. And then a coat of, of course, color coordinated designer paint in a, in a wonderful, you know, like Chevy truck chassis gray or something is put over the pegboard to cover all of those previous outlines because that's just what Garage Guy does. Garage Guy also has furniture out there in the garage. You know, that favorite shop stool or ladder or maybe even the chair with the duct-taped arms or something or that desk where you can work and, you know, surf the internet looking for parts and pieces and, you know, all that's right there. There's uh, Maybe it's just where you sit and watch the ball game out there on that uh, that discarded family room TV because uh, that was why you got the new one, right? Because you needed a new one for the garage. So living room had to go to the garage. Living room got a new one uh, because, uh, you know, people people leave you alone out there. You can, uh, you can watch the game in peace and quiet out there. Uh, something's usually getting done, though, while all this is going on. It's, you know, hey, what's the score on the game? Uh, I really don't know. I've been listening to it for two hours, but I really don't know. Uh, maybe not uh, what you went out there to do is also going on because how many of you have gone out there to, and then rather than fixing the box fan, you ended up cleaning out a drawer to find the glue for the box fan, which led to uh, trying to just make a new knob for it or then putting a coat of urethane on your bench top, you know, and then it's, what, what did I come out here for? Oh, yeah, 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 the fan. No, the fan still doesn't work, but look at this. I got, I refinished the bench. Okay. Uh, Garage Guy takes responsibility for all the discarded family textiles, towels, T-shirts, you know, any kind of rags, pants, you know, anything. Anything could be a good shop rag, you know, darn good ones too. And it does not get tossed out until it has been checked because if it's not a certain type of fabric or a certain absorbency, it's not going to make a good shop rag. So those ones can just go away. So you got to kind of feel through all these things and decide if they're going to be they're going to be good or not uh garage guy likes to hose out the garage on a regular schedule you know clean it out rinse it out uh, make sure there's no dust on the floor and all that sometimes whether it needs it or not and that could be a problem this year with the drought conditions that we're facing Uh, some of the neighbors may start to stare at garage guy for this Uh, his family could be a little embarrassed by the waste of this water, even even though his this is a contribution to the housekeeping. Uh, wasting water may not be acceptable like it used to be. Uh, you know, they can have my hose nozzle and they pry it from my cold, dead hands. Or you could use this as an excuse to go get that new 20-volt uh, leaf blower that goes with your rechargeable power tool platform and use that to clean the walls and the dust off the shelves and the floor and the bench, your tools, your dog, you, everything, and just blow it all out the door. Yep, that's an excuse to buy a new tool. Uh, Garage Guy has a large, either a saw blade or maybe a beer logo or a car brand that they wish they still had. So one of these battery-powered clocks on the wall to remind them that the rest of the world still is out there on a schedule and that from time to time you need to spend some time in it. Of course, that is if you can remember to 
replace the battery in the clock because that's on that's on the to do list, which is that uh, that right write off board that you have screwed to the wall there with the, uh, the the markers. You know, you can just wipe them off as you accomplish something. Uh, replace the battery in the clock. That's been on the list for quite a while out there. Uh, garage guy can get really, really excited when family members are invited out to see the latest shelf or cabinet or storage system or organizational masterpiece that garage guy has incorporated into their space. However, said family member usually can't really tell that anything's different or has been done. And that's usually when garage guy comes back with something about you, you've really not ever really loved me for many years, have you? <laughs> so, uh, last one, we'll take a break here for this. Uh, all right, uh, Garage Guy uh, keeps owner's manuals, but not only keeps those owner's manuals, they are in file folders. And those file folders are in a drawer next to all the files and clippings and stuff that uh, he's found for plans and projects and uh, little life hacks and things that uh, someday are going to get built out there in that garage. More coming up after we come back from this break. Hope you're having a good Memorial Day weekend where you can take some time and relax. Uh, Those of you who would have had to go to work on Monday, if you get a day off, uh, it's going to be nice for you. And uh, for those that every day is a day off, uh, just enjoy the fact that the rest of the world kind of slows down for a weekend, maybe. Be nice to each other out on the roads. Take your time. Make sure that you get there and make sure you get back home safe from the weekend. We'll be back. More of the Home Fix Show coming up after this. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. Don't let your tile grout get the best of you. Call Permatreat and things will get easier for you from here forward. When Permatreat arrives, they will start with a thorough, deep cleaning, and if needed, they can also repair any chipped or missing grout. Then comes the careful application of the Permatreat sealant, the last sealant you will ever need. While you're thinking about this, Permatreat also seals masonry and stone surfaces, backsplashes, patios, driveways, and sidewalks, and tinted or stained concrete. If you want to seal it and keep it stain-free and looking good, call Permatreat now to set up your free quote. 208-895-0000. That's not a typo. 208-895-0000. Permatreat is the way to avoid all the scrubbing, scraping, and nasty chemicals of trying to keep your grout lines clean. Imagine all the extra time you'll have as well as a great-looking tile grout and sealed surfaces. Do you remember that phone number? 208-895-0000 for Permatreat. Let's get that project started. Hop in the truck right now and head for High Desert Hardwood. The materials you need for that woodworking project are waiting for you. Jump on your computer and visit highdeserthardwood.com to review the current stock list. But wait, here's why you want to make the trip today. There are things you cannot see till you're there. That special one-off cut, that perfect block for your turning, that smaller piece that is perfect for what you need, or that extra wide board that you just never see, except at High Desert. Yeah, you need to find the keys and get moving. Open Monday through Saturday at 1758 East State Street on the east end of Eagle or call 208-939-9366. High Desert is for woodworkers and is owned and operated by woodworkers. 
they get it. You want to find exactly what you need. Find it at High Desert Hardwood, 1758 East State Street in Eagle, 208-939-9366. How do you make the most of your land? Well, that depends on who you ask. Let's visit the Wren family. The Wrens do it on a John Deere mower. Rodney Wren says, being on that mower, it's my happy place. Next door, the Hubbards, they work behind the wheel of a John Deere compact tractor. According to Jordan Hubbard, every project for us is a new experience. And across the street, the Mosers, they drive a John Deere Gator UTV. Michelle Moser says, we're always switching gears. There are millions of ways to make the most of your land. How will you make the most of yours? Nothing runs like a deer. Stop by and see Campbell Tractor and bring your neighbors. Campbell Tractor, 2014 North Franklin Boulevard in Nampa. Campbell Tractor stores are also in Homedale, Fruitland, Glens Ferry, Wendell, and Ontario. Visit CampbellTractor.com to see more right now. That's CampbellTractor.com. Did you find a hanger on your doorknob, or maybe it was an ad you saw on Facebook, or maybe even a card came in the mail? Yep, there is no shortage of people that want to clean your dryer vent for you. But why is it that these folks try to compare themselves to Dryer Vent Wizard? It's because Mike and his team have been cleaning and servicing dryer vents for many years now and have set the standard for what is the best. Hey, nothing against trying to be the best, but as a listener to the Home Fix Show, you can have the best without question. Dryer Vent Wizard. Making your clothes dry faster, making your home safer, keeping utility bills lower, all while providing professional experience, service, and materials. Call Mike at Dryer Vent Wizard. Here's a special Home Fix listener phone number. 208-340-1070. That's 208-340-1070 for Dryer Vent Wizard. Or schedule online at idadryerguy.com. Dryer Vent Wizard. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk KBOI. The garage, the she shed, the he shed, the storage room, the basement, uh, a lot of these can be special places. For us in our homes, it's a, it's a luxury space, having the place where you can work on projects and <clears throat> leave something half done till the next day or see progress as it's going on. We all, I think, tend to drool a little bit over those uh, workshops that you see in TV shows, uh, realizing that they're more of a sound stage than an actual workshop, and they've been built with walls and perspective and angles and stuff so they look great on tv but we we all aspire i think in some way to have that kind of a space in our in our workshop areas so that we can maybe perhaps generate a little little bit better result we tell ourselves that that if i have the right tools and the right place to do things i can make really cool better things or i can be more creative or i can fix things better and Every single bit of that is just fine by me because that's what leads to being garage guy. And that's what we're talking about. Some of these things, you, you may be a garage guy if some of these things are true for you or somebody that you know in your family or, the, or that, that person in the neighborhood or something. 
Uh, Garage Guy does have a best friend, usually with them at all times. Yes, a label maker for every bin, every drawer, every jar, every container in the garage, it has a label. As if Garage Guy did not know exactly what and where everything was, uh, it is still going to have a label on it for the convenience of others, even though there is an implied barrier that really doesn't let them go into the space to look for things anyway. It's labeled just in case garage guy gets hit by a bus and somebody needs to find the C-cell batteries. Uh, There's a bin for that. Uh, Garage guy sometimes will just take out all the chisels and pocket knives and kitchen knives and all that stuff and make a big pile and get out the whetstones and go at them because they just haven't been done in a while. And uh, you never know what may have just gotten unsharpened just by sitting there for 15 years. So sometimes garage guy will just spend a day sharpening the chisels and the knives just, just because they can. Uh, garage guy will also spend a couple of hours probably making a bracket or a latch or some little piece of hardware that anybody else could find at the hardware store for probably $2, if if that. But Garage Guy would rather make one because that's what, that's what they do. That's what they do. We'll get back to some more of those when we come back. Uh, let's get back to Jeff, the official, unofficial Home Fix research assistant for this Memorial Day weekend, who's Recrunched some numbers for us, Jeff. Uh, correct my numerology here on our gas versus propane discussion that I was having with myself. <laughs> okay, well, according to my research, um, uh, you uh, stated that uh, propane was two dollars and eighty-five cents a gallon per gallon. Correct per gallon, and and uh, it. It takes, uh, according to my research, 1.09 gallons to contain 100,000 BTUs. Okay, and what and I was coming up out, with was 120 or so. Yeah, okay, so, all right, yes. It comes out to $3.11 per 100,000 BTUs for propane. Now, natural gas is very, very close to uh, um, requiring uh, a thousand cubic feet to get 100,000 BTUs. Okay. It's very close. Okay. okay. And so 100,000 cubic feet would be, or 1,000 cubic feet would be 100,000 BTUs. I looked it up uh, online and the latest price, the data that I could find for Idaho was from February, which said $6 and 91 cents per 100,000 cubic feet. So it's actually more expensive for natural gas. Okay, and I was getting six twenty one. That's interesting. We're getting a couple different numbers. Uh, you, you know, the latest I could find was February. So if you have yeah. more up to date information, it could could be cheaper. But really, it's about a thousand cubic feet to get one hundred thousand BTUs. So whatever Correct. the price is for one hundred thousand cubic feet is what it cost. Okay, so so uh, let's go down through that that four four list, the four item list. So for a thousand mm-hmm. BTUs of natural gas, you show that that costs. That's a, that's that's uh, one hundred thousand BTUs of natural gas takes one thousand cubic feet, which is six dollars and ninety one cents. You're saying, 
It was in February. That's the latest okay. that I have. Now, for that so, same 100,000 BTUs of propane, you're mm-hmm. saying that would cost how much? Uh, $3.11 at, at two eighty five a gallon because it's like just about 1.1 uh, gallons is 100,000 BTUs. So for 1,000 BTUs of propane, you're saying it's like half the price of natural gas. Right, uh, which surprised me. But I checked, checked it a bunch of times, and that's how it came out. So somehow I was off by a factor of about 10. So right. one yeah. of the two of us is drastically wrong, and the other one <laughs> of the two of us is drastically right. And everything just kept telling me that propane was more expensive than natural gas. That's what I also thought. But I, I didn't think it was to the degree that then that's what caught my attention. See, so and I that, started looking at it. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I don't know. You know, we're, this is that Anyhow. absolute proof. There's fake news on the radio, and Joe delivered it today, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I know I got the charcoal right. and the wood pellet numbers right because yeah, that was that, easy. Those are real easy. Yeah. yeah, they are. Yeah, so. All right, so we're going to have to check this propane and natural gas thing a little bit more. But, uh, Jeff, I, I appreciate your good. efforts, and uh, you rest uh, comfortably today knowing that you're right, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be as right, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to triple-check everything. <laughs> well, I, I, I assume the propane companies would like to have that corrected. <laughs> I think so. So maybe there's somebody in that industry or natural gas that's listening that can – Maybe rerun Maybe so. this uh, on on their local level and uh, and let me know because uh, yeah sounds good Joe now you know why right. I started cutting lumber and not being a a mathematician okay thank you Jeff right okay thank you <laughs> thanks bye. for the call all right bye bye. Uh, oh, well, maybe we have that person. Let's go to Carl Simpson with uh, Renewable Energy Northwest LLC. Good morning, Carl. Good morning. Hey, uh, to kind of clear up a little bit of the, the numbers we're talking about. One therm of natural gas is 100,000 BTUs. Okay, let me. I'm, I'm making some notes here. One therm, T-H-E-R-M, right. of natural that's, gas. That's, uh, inter- and that's 56 cents. Okay, so one therm of natural gas equals what? One uh, is 100,000 BTUs of energy okay and it costs us 56 cents from intermountain gas okay so that's that's locally here 56 cents okay yeah Yeah. all right so one therm of natural gas which is a hundred thousand BTU costs 56 cents right and one gallon of propane is 92,000 therms or 92,000 BTUs okay one gallon of Propane is ninety-two thousand BTUs. Is ninety-two, so that's pretty close, right? Yeah, and so it's kind of close, but you know, so whatever the price is, you know, uh, so natural gas is much, much cheaper than propane, and see, it's okay, a little more energy. So maybe I was close on my numbers. So, all right, so. One gallon of propane, which is 92,000 BTUs, costs Correct. us. And what do you show for a cost on propane? Well, yeah, it, it depends, but, I mean, it's probably around 250, 280. It's probably, you know, it could be, that's probably accurate. 
Yeah, so yeah, what I was showing uh, with the current costs on the U.S. government for uh, for Idaho was showing the 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 the, the low price of well, right now the price is two eighty five. So two dollars and eighty five cents per gallon. Per gallon. Okay. All right. So ninety two thousand ten percent. So if we took ten percent off the fifty six cents, so we're let's say we're con- converting, uh, getting it down to the ninety thousand. So we're somewhere between forty two cents for ninety thousand versus two eighty five. Okay. All right, well, that puts it right, back in yeah. line. So propane is significantly more expensive than natural gas. Right. All right. Yeah, and the other interesting thing is there isn't anybody that regulates the propane price. Correct. That is something that, uh, you know, the, the corner convenience store could be charging $8 a gallon, and uh, the, the hardware store could be charging the two eighty five. Correct. Yeah, and it versus natural gas, it's controlled by the PUC. Ah, so natural gas is regulated. Correct. And, and propane they, is not regulated. Correct. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? So that's why, yeah. and propane, oh, Carl, oh, Carl, did you just get the conspiracies going? Because it's not regulated, and that price has remained pretty stable. Yet the cost of natural gas, I'm showing that going up over the last two decades, going well, up and down, having a swing of over 230% difference. Well, it, yeah, and once I started getting in the solar business, I calculate all this stuff. And so um, 10 years ago, natural gas price was about 81 cents a therm. You know, so it came down significantly to 56 cents a therm. Yeah, so yeah, if we look at that uh, in in history here, some of the numbers I had for the highs, uh, the high in 2017 was $11.26 per thousand cubic feet. Right, but a thousand cubic feet is different than a therm. Correct. No, oh yes, yes, but it's just a decimal point because you were saying that a therm is a hundred thousand, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just trying to keep it all on the same. Yeah. 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 Per B per BTUs, because and not bring another factor in. Cause, so yeah. So for yeah. Idaho, Idaho, what I was uh, finding in the charts that I was looking at anyway, uh, the highest natural gas price that we had that was recorded in this data was in 2006. And right now, regardless of what the numbers are for thousands, hundred thousands, you know, how many bushels of carrots, it doesn't matter. But uh, the the difference between what it is today and what it was at its high in 2006 is 223% different. Uh, so we are a lot, lot cheaper for natural gas today than we were in 2006. Why is that? Right. Why is that? Well, and I... I think it's because availability and also demand, but I think Intermountain Gas, and I think correctly states that our natural gas price is 50% below what the natural or the national average is. Oh. So we're, you know, very low natural gas costs. Why is that? 
be well i i think a lot of it is supply and demand you know we we don't necessarily we don't have a lot of people living here a lot of demand but we have a lot of supply in you know kind of the northwest okay that makes sense yeah all right all right and i also noticed on the charts carl and maybe you can explain this one to me uh, when we looked at the calendar months, you know, you would think that the higher prices for natural gas and propane would be in the winter months, would you not? But that was not the case. Most of the highest price levels were in June, July, and August for natural gas. Is it because there are so many air conditioning systems on the commercial side that are still natural gas fired, even though they're air conditioners? Um, I don't. I'm not aware of any natural gas uh, AC. Well, no, it couldn't be. It couldn't be. Those would be electric. Yeah. Okay. No. No. no, That was wrong. Never mind. What I would. I would imagine that it's uh, probably from using uh, natural gas to uh, to create electricity in the summer because that's when the peak. Uh, demand is uh, from well usage and also AC usage. Uh, okay, so we're using Which the gas. Okay, that makes sense. We're using the gas to generate the electricity. Yes. Okay, all right. Yeah, I just thought that was interesting. It's, I don't know, this stuff's kind of fat. I guess you can make it as uh, as fascinating as you want it to be or as absolutely boring. So. <laughs> right, well, yeah, and anyway, that's why I look at all those things all the time of, you know, what is the best, you know, way, uh, you know, what options are for that. That's why, you know, one, interestingly enough, I that heat pump that we installed at the Cathedral of the Rockies is wonderful technology because, you know, it can take like uh, one-fifth of the energy of an electric hot water heater. Yeah. And it's actually very comparable cost-wise to natural gas, even though natural gas has such a low cost of uh, per BTU. Yeah, that that was absolutely stunning to me. You know, we took out that old water heater, electric water heater, that still had that yellow, what is it, that Energy Star label on it or something? Right. Yeah. And what is the nat- expected nat or annual cost? Yeah, your annual cost per year, and uh, you know the the old one, which I don't know how many years old that thing was. I was like fifteen years old or something, and it said that it was going to cost like two hundred nine dollars a year of you know this average usage at this rate, and then here you roll in this new heater, and the rate is higher because it's fifteen years later. But the usage was the same. The rest of their calculations, and it's like forty-eight dollars a year. So yeah, yeah. The technology has really, uh, really been surprising when uh, when it's when it's market driven, and the manufacturers can go out there and uh, you know try some new things uh, and 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 save some money for all of us. Yeah. Yeah, and well, and just you know, to me just understanding all of those choices so we can make good choices for costs, but also for emissions and, you know, whatever the person is looking at for just making the choices, understanding what those are. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So um, I just on a side note here, just since I got you for a second, I saw that uh, you were putting in a 
what looked to be a massive foundation of radiant heat and cooling in a big building under a just a, a what looked like a, a, a convoy of, of cement trucks placing this, this slab down. What was that? Yeah, that was actually a, a barn dominium uh, and over in <laughs> Tuna, and it's actually going to be um, 14,000 square feet. Okay. Of and a so barn, and, <clears throat> barn and living space. Right. So shop, and then on the second floor within the shop is going to be uh, living quarters. Right. And so it sort of the 14,000 feet is the ba- the cement that we poured. And anyway, which was, uh, you know, a, uh, anyway, a big job. But surprisingly, they actually had a remote uh, controls skitter that skeets the concrete. And we were able to pour that, which was 220 yards. And they poured it. We started at 5 o'clock in the morning, and it was all down by 830. Oh, that is, that's some skills right there. That's some skills. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Wow. And that was uh, not enough beauty sleep for Carl to go out there and watch it. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, no, in it, yeah, that one, now they're building the building around it. And then, uh, you know, probably the next picture we'll see on line is actually the, the panels that were going to go up, and now they're going to be up on the roof, but there's going to be uh, 24 panels going into that. And what do you think it's going to cost to uh, heat and condition this space to uh, a comfortable living environment? Well, that's, uh, that is depending upon um, how much they, you know, the insulation, uh, you know, going in there. So that's super one of the keys because typically in like a shop, you have double the cubic feet that you're trying to heat and heat and cool. Ah, true, because of the uh, height of ceilings. Yeah, height of ceilings and, yeah. Yeah, and then you also have uh, garage door impact, you know, so you can have lots of, you know, garage doors that, you know, aren't as, you know, because the, probably the best insulated garage door might be R6 yeah, or something versus, you know, what your wall is. Are you going to have these now, as iso- isolated uh, compartments or is it all just one system? It's actually going to be kind of three separate systems that, you know, it's kind of the thing is set up in like a T. So yeah. the, the, one leg part of the T, that's going to be about 2,400 feet. And then the other part that is, uh, you know, like 11.5 or something with the math is going to literally be uh, two separate parts. Okay. And, so we're, and so we're setting that up as three separate systems with solar panels and also backup heat and what we typically do on the uh the heating part with the solar is we just we have no tanks the water just goes from the panel to the floor yeah you know during the solar day and then the backup heat 
comes on after the solar day is done. So we don't want to mess with any anything going into the floor that isn't free energy from the sun. Yeah, I got to take our break here. But, you know, the one thing that you've taught me, it's, it's kind of like the shoe salesman that said, you know, everybody comes in, they think their feet are different and they'll never have the proper shoe for them. Uh, I hear that constantly with uh, renewable energy sources, you know, whether it's hot water or electricity you're generating that, oh, this won't work on my house. You know, my house is different. The, the trees, the positioning, the size, you know, what we require in our lifestyle you've got a solution for everything so if you can do this you can do it all carl hey i'm sorry but we got to go thank you for calling in we'll be back more of the home fix show right after this the home fix show with joe prin will be right back on news talk kboi Here's a reminder to get a second opinion. If you have been told that you need a new furnace for any reason, please get a second opinion from Heating Equipment Company, a sponsor of the Home Fix Show. All too often, the panic of not having a furnace takes over the rational decision-making of finding out exactly what is going on. Many times, the professional technicians at Heating Equipment Company can repair your furnace, no matter the brand, for much less than a new furnace. Now, don't get me wrong. There are times a new furnace is necessary, and if that's the case for you, Trust Heating Equipment Company, a Lennox Premier dealer, to present you with several choices of award-winning Lennox products so you can get what is right for you. Don't settle for anything less than a fully informed decision. Call Heating Equipment Company today at 208-459-2212 or visit them online at heatingequipmentcompany.com. Again, 208-459-2212 or online at heatingequipmentcompany.com. Geez, I am really having trouble finding a general contractor that I can trust. It feels a bit like looking for the elusive Sasquatch. Hey, you just remodeled your kitchen and it looks amazing. How did you find your contractor? Oh, it was easy. You just call Sasquatch. Wait, what? Sasquatch is real? Oh, yeah. Sasquatch is real and great to work with. You just have to do the Sasquatch call. Oh, I see. Like this? Yeah, that was close. But you can also call him at 208 268 8080. Well, that seems way easier. Does Sasquatch do social? Oh, for sure. Sasquatch is insta-famous. The Squatch also has a website. It's sasquatchcontracting.com. So that's 208-268-8080 and sasquatchcontracting.com? Yep, you got it. Wow, it looks like Sasquatch Contracting does all sorts of renovations and additions. Yep, Sasquatch Contracting can tackle any project you throw at them. Just give them a call. Or 208 208- 268-8080. Sasquatch Contracting, what you've been looking for but couldn't find until now. It is an absolute joy to prepare a gourmet meal on quality, solid surface kitchen countertops. The organization of the fresh ingredients, the spices, kneading the bread, and, <laughs> okay, maybe it's just a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for the kids after school. But it is true. Great countertops do make it a lot more fun to be in the kitchen. When it's time for new countertops, Cutting Edge Kitchens would like to help you get them. Their experienced staff will help you choose the material that best fits your lifestyle, and their fabrication and craftsmanship is the best available. And they do all of their own installation, so you know everything will fit right. Cutting Edge Kitchens is local, and who you should trust with your countertops. Oh, and yes, they do bathroom countertops and large format tile too. Call Cutting Edge Kitchens at 208-344-3404. That's 208-344-3404. 208 
844-344-3404 for Cutting Edge Kitchens. I have always appreciated the proper insurance coverage when I needed it, and I'm sure you have too, but now I think many of us have lost touch with our insurance and view it more as a formality. Brett Murphy with Boise River Insurance is local and independent, so he can work hard to find you what fits your needs the best. Homes have gone up significantly in value, and for some, at a rate that may have exceeded their coverage. Do you know for sure if you are covered? Do you even know who your agent is? If it's time for a face-to-face sit-down review, Brett Murphy is that kind of an agent. He will meet with you and answer all your questions. If you are new to this area and need to select your homeowner's coverage, talk to Brett and have him find you the best possible coverage and cost. Brett is available to talk to you regardless of who you get your insurance from. 208-949-2222 or email to brett at boiseriverinsurance.com. Window coverings can change not only how a room feels, but also how it performs. Properly chosen coverings can keep rooms cooler in the summer and warmer in the winter, all while delivering the style and personality you want in your home. So how about this? How about an exclusive, no questions asked warranty, which covers anything that could happen to the window coverings, including damage from children and pets. Call today to set up an appointment with Budget Blinds. Yes, Budget Blinds. Quality does come with benefits. Call 208-375-1212 and Budget Blinds will bring their showroom to you. Or visit budgetblinds.com slash Boise to schedule online. But here is the end result. You get quality window coverings at a great price with incredible service. And did I mention it? Full installation is included as part of the service. 208-375-1212 for Budget Blinds. Or visit budgetblinds.com slash Boise. The convenience and cleaning power of a central vacuum system is able to be added into existing homes. Coltrane Central Vac specializes in providing you with a quality, neat, and well-placed central vac system in your home. Most installations can be done in one day. Imagine adding a retractable hose that stores out of sight, but yet within easy reach anytime you need it. No more lugging heavy vacuum cleaners up and down stairs. With Coltrane Central Vac systems, just take the lightweight cleaning tools you need with you. The power and the hoses are built into your house. Check out culturevac.com to see their products in action, current specials, or to quickly order replacement bags, filters, or accessories. You know that a clean home is a healthy home, and Central Vacs have five times more power than portable vacuums. So change the way you clean. Start with a visit to Culture and Central Vac, 208-895-8900. Open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Culture and Central Vac, 208-895-8900. Ladies, if, um, someone in your home thinks they know what they're doing, better call Joe immediately. 208-336-3700. Call soon. Everything's under control. No problem here. This is the Home Fix Show with Joe Prin on News Talk KBOI. Hey, welcome back. Uh, Wow. Who knew there was going to be so much math this morning? Yeah, I went back through what Carl was saying here, and I, th- I think I understand that. I hope I do. I'm kind of slow with these things. But, yeah, he's saying that uh, one therm of natural gas, that measurement, one therm of natural gas, uh, which is 100,000 BTUs, um, 
that's going to cost us uh, 56 cents to generate that. Uh, and that's at, uh, at the current rates that, that he's experiencing. And then one gallon of propane will generate 92,000 BTUs. So when you factor that back in, that 100,000 converted to the 92 rate, so that's 51 cents in natural gas, and in propane it would cost you $2.85. So that's, that's the difference. So just think, think of that difference, 51 cents versus 285. Natural gas at 51 cents, propane at 285 for the same amount of energy-released heat. Uh, so, yeah, so those numbers do, do kind of pan out the way we were talking about. All right, enough of that. That's, that's definitely enough of that. Uh, 208-336-3700, 208-336-3700. That's how you can join us on the show. i got time to squeeze in just two more quick garage guy things, and, uh, and then we'll move on to our news break. Uh, as we were saying, garage guy, that's a, a, a title. Uh, anybody can have that. Man, woman, child, anything. It doesn't matter. But uh, this is a person who loves being out in that space, standing behind the workbench, just daydreaming, working on a project, uh, spending more time fixing something maybe than what it deserves, but it's what it's worth because we're getting not only the repaired item as the end result out of the workshop or the, the crafted item or the built or the artistic item, but it's also that satisfaction, that, pri- that pride, that uh, that that feeling that you get when you return something to service again that most people would have just thrown away or just uh, gotten rid of and and moved on and no we just can't put up with that we want to we want to fix it and then if we can't we're gonna take it apart we're gonna bust it down to all the individual components and save the cord off of it because you never know when you're gonna need a five foot uh, power cord again or all those screws or bolts or brackets or parts and pieces, even the handle off it or something, you know, that, that's got a bin and a, and a place to put that stuff because you may need that sometime. And, uh, you know, how many times have, have you as a garage guy gone out there and fixed something with a part or a piece from something else and you say, you know, I'm really glad I didn't throw that. I've thought about throwing that thing away three times or throwing it in the recycling bin and or the yard sale, and I'm glad I didn't do that because today I used that, and that's exactly what I needed at that moment in time. Uh, Garage Guy does have uh, du- duplicity, duplicity, two of everything, <laughs> just in case one breaks. Uh, you know, you can never have, you know, enough things. Uh, so, so we've got two tape measures and two utility knives and two of this screwdriver and two of that wrench and stuff, just just in case one breaks. We we have extras because. You, you never know. You may lose one of them someday or something. Uh, Garage Guy is also notoriously known, just as we talked about, for sorting out, you know, miscellaneous screws and nuts and bolts into some sort of numerical cascade of shapes and sizes. And these are all transferred to pull-out bins or racks or containers that are that are labeled, of course, with what size they are and what type, uh, you know, all, all sorted out. You may, you may even have that, that wall in your, your garage or your workshop that, that would rival the, the local, you know, Ace Hardware store nut and bolt aisle as far as, as having the stuff. Now, of course, it could just be one big giant coffee can full of, you know, every the screw or nut and bolt and you just dump it out every time you, you want to sort through it and then you put it all back in there. It's like saying, 
hello to old friends again when you see all these things. And then when you get that handful of stuff, when you uh, maybe hang that new wall-mounted TV and they give you that plastic package that's divided into, you know, 15 different compartments with all the the different metric, uh, you know, machine screws and spacers and all of that, uh, you know, most people would probably just just trash all of that. But uh, oh, not, not, not Garage Guy. No, no, that's all going to get taken out of that package and put in a bin, of course, a bin marked metric screws, uh, machine screws. Uh, that's where that one will go. And uh, because you may need those again sometime, you may want to mount that TV somewhere else, like out in the garage someday. And you need the additional um, uh, screws longer or the spacers or something to, to make that happen. So uh, that's, that's just what we do. And I think we probably learned that from our parents. I mean, how many of your parents used to sort that stuff because they grew up in a different era than a lot of us that are, well, I'd say there's enough of us alive today that went through, uh, the depression and that, and, uh, you know, we're used to not wasting things. I think that's, that's what's caused the evolution of people that have nice workshops and garages. And I think that's a skill sets that, need to be passed on. So if, you know, if there's that kid in your neighborhood that's got the bike that you, you constantly hear the chain hitting the chain guard as they, as they go by, or they've got that flat tire on their, 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 whatever they're rolling around in or pushing or their wagon, you know, invite them into the workshop, uh, you know, probably with the parents' permission, I guess, in today's day and age and, and show them how to patch a tire or to fix that or ask them if you can help them or weld that and show them how it can go back into service again. Cause uh, I think we, we owe that to the the next group coming up that uh, things maybe do not have to be wasted. And that's why if you have the, the right tools, the right materials in the right place at the right time and the desire and the, the ability to do it, you may be able to salvage and fix that mailbox or something instead of replacing it and, and tossing it away sometimes. So. Uh, maybe you know the garage guy in your neighbor. Maybe you are that person. And uh, what do you do in your garage that uh, you think is a little crazy, but it, it makes you, you? We're going to be back with more of the Home Fix Show. I got some other things to talk about this morning. Your calls are always welcome, however. Now's a great time to get those in. We've got about a half hour left in our program after we come back from the news break here on News Talk KBOI. So get your calls in right now, 208-336-3700. Perhaps you're traveling this weekend and uh, listening to us at a time other than when the show is aired live. Uh, you can still send an email today or whenever you're listening. That Well, that would be today, wouldn't it? Oh, this future thing, that just messes me up. You can send an email to joe at joeprin.com. P-R-I-N, joe at joeprin.com. We'll be back with more of the Home Fix Show after the news here on News Talk KBOI 93.1 FM, 670 AM. This is a podcast of the Home Fix Show with Joe Prin. Good morning. It's Saturday morning and welcome to the final segment of the Home Fix Show on this Memorial Day weekend for the next 25 minutes we have to spend together this Saturday. I can answer any questions that you have about repairing, maintaining, taking care of, and living in your home, your apartment, or wherever you call home now. If you have some repairs to make, perhaps I could help with some of that. 208-336-3700 is our number into the studio. 
208-336-3700. Thanks to the folks at Wild West Eatery and Cantina in downtown Eagle for breakfast this morning as they provide to us each and every Saturday morning. If you'd like some breakfast right now or some lunch, head into Wild West today in downtown Eagle and enjoy that menu. Everything's prepared fresh, so it doesn't matter if it's a lunch item or a breakfast item. You can have it between now and like 2 o'clock or so where they shut down for today and then tonight becomes uh, Mama Italia, uh, Italian family-styled dining experience, and uh, you can participate in that too. You just better make a reservation for that one in downtown Eagle at Wild West. Uh, Thanks for breakfast, folks. A survey just came out just the other day, two days ago, from uh, Lending Tree, you know, some people that want to give you some money so that you can do whatever you want with, Um, from Lending Tree. This was an article written by Maggie Davis. um, Actually, it was updated just a couple days ago, but she's talking about the housing market being hotter than ever and that the one thing that most homeowners are agreeing on is that, you know, if, if everything was ideal in their situations and that, they'd rather make improvements to their existing home rather than sell them and go through all the trouble of moving. Uh, she notes that amid the economic turmoil that's going on right now, that's easier said than done. Uh, the rising cost of stuff and the shortages have impacted 64% of Americans' home improvement plans, according to this Lending Tree survey. Uh, still, nearly half of us homeowners plan to make home improvements this spring, uh, right now, this summer, uh, citing it as citing comfort, comfort as their number one reason for upgrades. So, what that's telling me is that. Inversely, 64% of Americans have something in their home that they feel is uncomfortable. What isn't right? Something just either isn't right, doesn't feel right, is off. It just isn't meeting our needs. And that's what 64% of us are going to do this year is we're going to fix that. So in this survey... Uh, Lending Tree asked uh, more than a thousand people about their their wishes, their desires, their plans, their upgrades. What are you making? What are you going to do? What's your budget? How are you going to finance this? All of this stuff. So, here's what they said. They said uh, that that as we started off, 72% of homeowners would rather make improvements to their house to to get it right rather than to sell it and move on to something else that I guess they feel is right. Um, 48% of them uh, are in the, the process of a renovation or upgrade plan that they're, they're executing upon right now, and 34% say that they're very seriously considering it. Nearly two-thirds of homeowners say that the recent economic turmoil has Im- impacted their plans, as we said there. 36% of these people have put off their projects due to rising supply and labor costs, uh, while 16% did so due to supply chain issues. That's right. A lot of plans have just had to be put on hold just because there's some things you just can't get right now. Uh, when I was talking to Jay at uh, Viewpoint Windows and Doors uh, a couple weeks back, he was telling me that if you order new vinyl windows for your house or just new windows in general, 
Uh, it could be towards the end of August before you ever see them. And how do you schedule labor, labor for that when you don't know if stuff's going to be coming in in the middle of August or the middle of September? You can't schedule labor. So you almost have to have these things on hand and then you know, tell the contractor, okay, they're finally here. Now when can you get here? Okay, well, it's going to be another three weeks or another four weeks or something. So, uh, yeah, the, the length of time to get things done, unless you're doing it yourself, uh, could really uh, be stretched out a little bit. Uh, Americans, according to the survey, say they really want to renovate their kitchens, but the costs are prohibitive. So before people have wanted to do things and the costs weren't so bad, they just maybe were not doing it for some other reason, but now they're blaming that the costs, they're saying, yeah, I really want to do this, but there's no way that I can afford it. Where, so does that say that in the past they were saying, yeah, I really want to do this, but, uh, Maybe I'm just going to do something different. But they're not using that, but I can't afford it line in their conversation like they are now. It says if money wasn't an issue, homeowners would most want to renovate their kitchen, but 22%, but just 22%, uh, yeah, of, of those that responded to that question are actually really doing so. So 62% of homeowners say that there are some improvements they want to make them that they want to make, but uh, they just can't afford it right now. Budgets are tight, uh, leading more of us to take on a do-it-yourself approach. Uh, among those with home improvement plans this summer, 50% hope to spend less than $10,000. And with labor costs on the rise, 77% say that they will make at least some of the home improvement project uh, come to be to, to make those things happen. They're going to make it happen themselves. And if you look at the numbers on this, this is something I, I went out and looked at. Uh, for every $10,000 that you spend on materials within your home, you know, whether it's kitchen cabinets or flooring or roofing materials or studs and sheet goods or drywall or whatever, just $10,000 worth of materials. You go to the lumberyard, you go to the home center, and they, they ring it all up and they say, well, that'll be $10,000. Okay, if you would have hired that out, if you would have had a professional come in and install that or build that or build with this or apply that or place it, whatever it is, what do you think that $10,000 would have cost? You know, what do you, what do you think? You know, would it have cost another $10,000? You know, at one point, I remember when we used to do calculations, it's like, well, whatever the material cost is, that's about what the labor is going to be. Well, then that quickly went away. Right now, they're saying it's 2.75 times. 2.75 times. So $10,000 worth of materials could cost you $27,500 to have it installed. Now, of course, that's going to vary up and down depending what the project is. But uh, yeah, so 2.75. So every $1 that something costs you could cost $2.75 to have that installed uh, from what I can find out there. Uh, most homeowners will use their savings account to cover their home improvement costs right now, but there are some that will take on additional debt. Uh, those that do take on the additional debt, 25% will be taking out personal loans for this. 12% will access their money through home equity loans. 7% will do things like the buy now, pay later loans or or those credit cards, uh, you know, with uh, zero interest for, you know, a year or something. 
Uh, 6% will take home equity lines of credit. Well, what's the difference? Home, oh, a home equity loan is different than a home equity line of credit, okay. And uh, 3% will take uh, cash out refinances on their home. So if given a choice, 72% of homeowners say they'd rather make upgrades or renovate than sell their houses. That's pretty significant. Uh, this is most common among, guess who? The baby boomers, people right now that are 57 to 76 years old and uh, men kind of leading the charge on that. They're saying, no, I'd rather fix up what we have. 72 out of 100 baby boomers right now would say, I'd rather fix up what we have than to have to sell and move. I can see that. Moving is scary. Moving takes a lot of time. Moving takes a lot of physical and mental energy. If you can fix up what you have, 72% of us are doing exactly that. We'll be back to wrap up today's program after this. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. You don't have to look hard to find someone offering to clean the ductwork of your house, but how are they going to go about it? Do they have decades of experience doing this? And do they have dedicated trucks that attach a 10-inch diameter vacuum hose to your furnace and move 15,000 cubic feet per minute of air backwards through your ducts? Well, probably not. Take the worry out of choosing your duct cleaning professional. Call the Home Fix Show sponsor, System Clean. After a system clean duct cleaning, you'll be able to breathe easier because your dust and dirt is now out in their trucks and not in your ducts. Combine this with individual vent and returns, cleaning and sanitization, and your air system will be as clean as possible. Sound like something you need to get taken care of? System Clean can help you out. Call System Clean at 208-884-3300 and schedule your appointment right now. System Clean, 208-884-3300. Making the decision to sell your home or buy a new one is very big. And when you choose your realtor, you want to know you're with a team that will be committed and with you for the complete process. Matt Bauscher has been voted the number one real estate agent in the Boise area and is the founding partner at Amherst Madison. For you, that means an incredible team of professionals that will help you reach your goal Respect your time, your family, and your desires. Look at current listings or read what Matt's clients have to say at BauscherRealEstate.com. In accordance with fair housing laws, Matt Bauscher provides equal professional service without regard to race, color, religion, sex, handicap, familial status, national origin, favorite basketball team, or sexual orientation of any prospective client, customer, or the residents of any community. Reach Matt at BoucherRealEstate.com. Here's a reminder to get a second opinion. If you have been told that you need a new furnace for any reason, please get a second opinion from Heating Equipment Company, a sponsor of the Home Fix Show. All too often, the panic of not having a furnace takes over the rational decision-making of finding out exactly what is going on. Many times, the professional technicians at Heating Equipment Company can repair your furnace, no matter the brand, for much less than a new furnace. Now, don't get me wrong. There are times a new furnace is necessary. And if that's the case for you, trust Heating Equipment Company, a Lennox premier dealer, to present you with several choices of award-winning Lennox products so you can get what is right for you. 
Don't settle for anything less than a fully informed decision. Call Heating Equipment Company today at 208-459-2212 or visit them online at heatingequipmentcompany.com. Again, 208-459-2212 or online at heatingequipmentcompany.com. It's amazing to look at the variety of hardwood floors you could have in your house. What, you thought that oak and maple were the only choices? There's more of a selection of species, widths, textures, and finishes now than there ever has been. And Integrity Hardwood Floors can help you get it done. Their years of experience has taught them what works and what doesn't. Integrity Hardwood Floors is a bonus certified craftsman with specialty tools and factory knowledge of application techniques and cleaning methods. Known for their complete and total customer satisfaction, Integrity Hardwood Floors can help you select your new floor and install it for you. Schedule a visit virtually or in person with Carl at Integrity Hardwood Floors. Learn what your choices are and which floor will be right for your lifestyle and your budget. Call 208-724-9445. Online at IntegrityHardwoodFloor.com. 208-724-9445. According to Lou at Nampa Appliance TV and Mattress, the appliance industry is expecting some more price increases in May. If you've been waiting to get something, maybe that's not such a good idea price-wise anyway. Always fair and honest with their prices, Nampa Appliance has a good stock right now of washers and dryers, cooking products such as induction ranges and cooktops, and also standard and counter-depth French door refrigerators. Check out these great brands available to you at Nampa TV, Appliance, and Mattress. Whirlpool, GE, Bosch, KitchenAid, Frigidaire, Maytag, and LG. It's a good time to buy before the anticipated May price increases. Delivery and installation is available, of course. That is what a full-service appliance store does. Part of the Brand Source Network of independent dealers. Find them at 278 Caldwell Boulevard in Nampa. And remember to tell them that you listen to The Home Fix Show. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now, 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk KBOI. So I was going to make Tara do a, a quiz again today. What did Tara say about that? You said, hell no. You Pretty said, much. You said, I'm not here to think today. No. <laughs> You remember when we did the thing on the bolts and how to read the bolts to determine... I remember the... taking the test, but I do not remember the answers. Well, you you passed flawlessly at the time, so I thought, well, okay, this this will just be your refresher course. This is your continuing ad. There is no test for you personally in this. Good. Yeah, okay. Hardened bolts... Okay, first of all, you need to know that there are hardened bolts, and I guess that means that there are un hardened bolts, not hardened bolts. Hardened bolts should be used in every situation of motorized equipment fastening and attachment and assembly that you own. They should also be used for everything in hand tools, anything that you ride, any trust of life safety issues in any way, you should be using hardened bolts. Now, the Society of Automotive Engineers, abbreviated SAE, when you see that on 
wrenches and in this case bolts and all kinds of other stuff. Grade 8 bolts and grade 5 bolts, uh, SAE8s and SAE5s, fasteners, those are considered the common hardened bolts. Yes, there's a bunch of other ones, everything from like space shuttle grades to all kinds of medical stuff and everything, but fives and eights are what we're going to find at the hardware store most of the time. Now, most people do think that just a bolt is a bolt is a bolt, size only, and that's all that matters, and they see it as a machined chunk of metal that holds a couple things together or attaches something to something else. Uh, You know, fasteners, when you use that word, either bolts or screws, are, are pretty complex mechanically engineered pieces of hardware. They're used, they're, they're made out of different materials for different uses, different thread types, like you'll see coarse thread or fine thread or extra fine thread. They come in all kinds of different lengths and diameters and different types of heads like hex heads or 12 point or carriage bolts and things. Uh, different coatings can be on them, like electroplated coatings or galvanized. So as you can see, because there's so many choices, you have to know that some of these are designed for usage in places and certain situations that other ones are not acceptable for. So picking the right ones is, is fairly critical. Uh, bolts can come with left or right-handed threads, uh, which means you, as you look at the, the bolt you're holding in one hand, looking at the end, you would Turn the, turn the nut onto it clockwise or counterclockwise. Turn it to the left, turn it to the right, whatever it is. Uh, metric or SAE threads. Uh, different numbers of threads per inch uh, determines whether it's coarse or fine or extra fine or something. Uh, so the important thing that you need to know is how to identify your basic hardware store bolts by the different grades when you go to those stores. Now, you could trust that what's on the bin there is accurate when it says this is a grade five bolt. Okay, you could trust that. Do you trust that? Do you, do you trust the person stocking those those bins? Because um, I'll come back around to that. So grade five bolts are marked on their heads. It's kind of a, a standard thing, just like you know the receptacles in our walls that we plug 120 volt appliances into. You know they're all they're all the same, pretty much. I mean they're, they're the same. You can take take this your clock radio from one room and plug it into another room. You could take it to your neighbor's house and plug it in. You could take it across the country with you and plug it in. It's been standardized. Well, the same thing with the marks on the heads of the bolts. But why why this is, I don't know. But grade five bolts have three marks. Remember this now? See, it's all coming back to you now. It's like a repressed bad dream, right? (laughs) Grade five bolts have three marks on the head in the shape of a Y. Grade eight bolts, yeah, there's a quiz. Grade eight bolts have how many marks? Five. No, six. six. (laughs) You'd think, no, it it wouldn't be that easy. Okay, so grade fives have three marks in the shape of Y. Grade eight bolts have six marks, looks like a little starburst there, on the head. On the six-sided bolt has six marks. Second, what this different grade tells you is how strong that fastener is. So yes, a grade eight is probably gonna be stronger than a grade five. Uh, Not probably, it is. There's different types of strengths listed for each grade. There's a proof strength, there's the ultimate tinsel strength, that's where the bolt, bolt, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. That's where the bolt fails in a stretch test. 
the yield strength, that's when the bolt uh, begins to get a permanent set and it, it, cause some of them will bend first and then they'll, they'll, they'll stay bent. Uh, and then shear strength, that's if you tried to just like cut it in half right in the middle, you just something hit it and just tried to chop half of it off. Um, uh, that that's how they're measured in their strength. Depending how you're using this fastener, you'd look at the appropriate and corresponding corresponding strength type. Uh, for example, if you're going to attach like a D-ring bracket to the bumper of your truck or something to tow people out of something, that would be critical to have a bolt that uh, stands up well in tension. Um, so you'd want to know that the tinsel strength of that particular bolt is what what's up for you there. Bolts that attach maybe like a a hook to the bottom of your chassis, those are going to be in shear because you're going to be trying to chop those in half rather than pull them out uh, when you're trying to winch somebody out of something like that. So know that uh, grade 8 fasteners are are significantly more in cost than a grade 5. So why do things like the automotive industry use a combination of grade 5s and grade 8s? Well, it's because of cost if they can save It's just like the gutters on our house that we were talking about. If you can save $30 on the cost of a car times a million vehicles, that's $30 million. It goes in their pocket. They'll use what they only have to use. So I tell you all this because of trust so that you can't always trust what people stocking the bins are doing in the stores. You need to look at it because your life may depend on it. Know how to read your bolts. We'll be back next week with more of the Home Fix Show right here on News Talk KBOI. Solar Concepts of Idaho leads the daylighting revolution with SolarTube daylighting systems. SolarTubes reduce the need for electricity by bringing natural, pure sunlight anywhere inside your home or office. In just a few hours, you can completely change any dark space from dreary to bright and welcoming. All spaces are transformed by light. Closets, hallways, stairwells, laundry and bathrooms, and workspaces are all getting the light they deserve with SolarTubes from Solar Concepts of Idaho. SolarTube daylighting systems are energy efficient and eco-friendly, bringing in twice as much light as other daylighting products. And SolarTubes are decorative, heat and leak proof, high performance fixtures that come in a variety of sizes and designs. Estimates are always free. Solar Concepts of Idaho, Idaho's only premier SolarTube dealer. Visit us at 2053 East Fairview and Meridian or at solar-concepts.com. That's solar-concepts.com. Your windows are really being put to the test. First, it's the freezing cold, then windy and dusty, then rain, and pretty soon, very hot. And around here, that could all be in the next month. And if your current windows fail the test of comfort, quiet, and energy efficiency, it's time to talk to Viewpoint Windows and Doors. Milgard windows from Viewpoint Windows and Doors are a great choice for your home. Milgard windows have one of the finest warranties in the window business. They even cover accidental glass breakage. Viewpoint Windows and Doors will not only install your new Milgard windows, but they also can provide any service or repairs you might need in the future. There's never a bad time of year to talk to Viewpoint Windows and Doors and plan out your new windows. Call this number 208-854-1877 or visit viewpointwindows.com 208-854-1877 or visit viewpointwindows.com. 